Hello and welcome to Playthrough, the Play Along podcast featuring. Yeah, we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> the Play Along podcast featuring modern and middle-aged games. My name's Jim Middleton, and I'm here with Matt Christensen. Hello, Andy Gilmore. Howdy. And our very own lady in the red is Krista Burworthington. Krista <laughs> <laughs> Burra. Krista Burra. <laughs> <laughs> spelt spelt like Middlesbrough. Yeah, apparently. Apparently, it's not. It's not. Edinburgh is not spelt like it's, Middlesbrough. It's we've we've learned we we've learned this tonight. I didn't have the heart to tell you, Jim, when you kept putting in a text message. I thought you I thought you were taking the piss at first. I no, no, to, no. I thought you were pronouncing it like an American, and then I suddenly realised after multiple text messages that you thought that's how it would spell. It was too late. I couldn't correct you. I just had visions no, of you walking around Edinburgh telling people you know, having such a swell time wrong. here in Edinburgh. No, you should have pulled me up on it, Andy. I didn't realise until I got to the airport and it was the big, massive spelling of it. As soon as you get outside, and I was like, "Oh, well, they spelled that sign wrong. That must have been expensive." Yeah. Yeah. Did you tell somebody that the sign was wrong. You demanded an audience with the, with the manager at the, <laughs> the airport to tell him he's got his. Sorry, sorry, that's all right. That's all right. You're up on you're you're leading tonight, so you're there to be shot down. I am. I am. I'm there for it. So I was going to say, Happy New Year, chaps. <laughs> We've got a long one coming up. <laughs> happy New Year, mate. <laughs> shall we? Um, shall we dive straight in? Yeah, we'll do a little catch up. I think and we then. should do a little catch We've up, only... and then we'll dive straight in. Yeah. We've only got about thirty hours worth of gameplay. Yeah, to cover. <laughs> Just so. <laughs> and that's the first like quarter of the game. So exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right then, um, Chris, what have you been up to since we last recorded? I'll keep it very, very brief. Um, it's been feels like it's been ages since we recorded her story. We've had Christmas, so it always time goes into some weird kind of odd, strange kind of continuum where it doesn't really feel like time passes in a normal way. So it feels like it's been ages, probably hasn't been that long. Um, I'll, most recently, I've been playing Legend of Zelda because we've just started the lifelong community playthrough on the RA Discord channel where we're basically playing through every single game ever made in release order, uh, starting with The Legend of Zelda. It's not quite that bad, but there are a lot of games in that playthrough. And uh, the first one was Legend of Zelda, and I completed it on real hardware. Mm. That's good Yay. going. I, I tried dipping my toe in and it weren't for me. And you know what? You're it's re- not hard. You're really putting the pressure on everybody else. I was actually considering uh, joining you guys, but I haven't even had time to start the bloody thing and you've completed it. So, yeah, but, <laughs> so yeah, Seven, but I, seven I, days I, into the, the new playthrough. But I no, I started it. So I started it over Christmas because mm. I couldn't wait. Yeah. So I did start it over Christmas. It isn't, A, it's not that long. And B, it's not that hard. And and definitely B, it really is not that hard. Okay. It does have its hard moments, and you do need patience. So you've got to read the manual, and you do have to spend a little bit of time grinding for rupees, hmm. and you do have to wander around the map looking for. At times, some of the kind of clues are a bit obtuse, but it really isn't that difficult a game. Okay, it, I need to really play it at some point. I I love Link to the Past, so uh, that's that's where the Zelda games point. started, Mads. That's where they started. <laughs> is that's where really? they got okay. good. Yeah, yeah, that's where they got good. Yeah. <laughs> it, Jim, honestly, I think you would, if you could just get into it, I think if you could start. The problem, I, I fired Legend of Zelda up so many times over the years and just spent 10 minutes, wandered around, got killed a few times, thought, I don't know what I'm doing, turn it off again. Yeah, that's kind of but what if I did, you yeah. could, If you could just read the manual, which gives you the, your start, get the first two dungeons under your belt, Honestly, you'll be in, and it's brilliant. Mm. 
Yeah. I've also started the remake of Resi 2, which I tell you, after playing The Last of Us 2 for 20 odd hours, going to any other game after that is a bit like watching a black and white TV with push button knobs after spending a whole series of watching Squid Games on a 4K HDR TV. It's a little disappointing. Oh, man. But, but I feel like I just need to just just play it for what it is mm-hmm. and not compare it to... Resi 2 is one of my favourite PS1 games. I was almost going to say my favourite PS1 game, but Final Fantasy VII and Xenogears. But it's one of my favourite PS1 games. I, it's my favourite Resi game. So... I was always going to be a little bit sniffy about the remake, but I am trying to just play it for what it is. It's good so far. It's good. Yeah, I, lo- I love my time with the remake. Yeah, yeah. really enjoyed yeah. it. And because it, I, I, it was the first game that I played on the, the my One X, mm. and so it felt like there was a decent jump there from having played like the base PS4 for a little bit. It felt like there was a good sort of jump. But yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, but it's hard. Me, really. It's hard playing anything when you've also been playing something that looks as good as The Last of Us Two, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm. Yeah, I mean this. This if this is a PS4. I mean, it is a PS4 game because Mads, you and I have been playing it on our PS4 Pro. Yep. But I mean, what will they be doing? What will the AAA games on PS5 look like in two or three years? I mean, it's the same as they look like on PC now, mate. Possibly, but I've not got a, <laughs> I've not got the highest end PC, and oh. and Unreal Engine Five hasn't been hasn't dropped yet. I was but just looking does, at the specs of the PS Five the other day, and uh, they're slightly below what my two year old uh, gaming PC is. Yeah, but the devs haven't got the tools though, have they, to create games that will take advantage of those high specs? I mean, the Unreal Engine Five is going to be the next leap, it seems. Mm, yep. And and that Matrix demo was pretty special. Yeah. And I just yeah. I can't wait for the likes of the the Sony Studios and the Microsoft Studios to really get their hands on the on the next gen tools and i reckon it'll be a couple of years before we see it but when we do man i've never seen anything that looks as good as the last of us 2 it's the prettiest game i've ever seen by some stretch yeah, yeah. it is yeah. it is indeed especially on the PS4 Pro um with the HDR for 4K HDR looks so good yeah but the, the next game we are playing is actually just as pretty. I've, I haven't played it myself, but I've uh, witnessed it being played all the way from start to finish when I've been walking in on my oldest because she's been playing that for the past month. That yeah, looks really good as well. That's another one with a PS5 patch in it as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, could yeah. Be, I am yeah. actually going to play that on PS5. Yeah. Mm. Horizon. I would, I think... but I still can't find a PS5 anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we've been up to over Christmas then, Mads? You've been looking, looking for a PS5. <laughs> so it, it, I'm getting a bit obsessed by now. I, I, I'm checking out the, the usual suspects, just a handful of homepages every two, three days just to see. And and two times I've actually gone to a page where normally there there won't be a buy button. It'll just say we're, it's sold out. But two mm. times it's happened that that page had a buy button. And that's because they just had a few in stock. I, I pressed that as, as soon as I found out. And it would say, ah, people have already put it in their basket. If they don't actually uh, complete the transaction, then they'll be released again. And, of course, I never, not none were released. So <laughs> I thought it was getting better because over here, like on the lead up to Christmas, they saw there was a few times when you went on the game website that it would come up and say you could pre-order the next batch of PS5. Yeah. So I thought it was okay, getting a little really? bit better. Yeah. 
I think there's still a huge queue here, so uh, they're just releasing it in small batches, and they're they're gone immediately. And the price has actually gone up by fifteen percent. I mean, uh, why not? You yeah. would, wouldn't you? Mm. You would. How long do you reckon it'll be before we can walk into a shop and just buy a PS Five? Probably twenty twenty three. Yeah, got no idea. I mean, I've, I've actually uh, everybody talks about that chip shortage that's uh, holding everything back, not just the PS5 and the Series X, but a lot of products are being uh, held back at this point. I, I haven't read about why that actually is. Have any of you guys uh, figured out why there is a chip shortage? No, no. no. So I, I've got no idea whether it's something they can easily fix in the future, or if if this is just uh, the state of things for a few years. I was reading today that in Japan. They've sold. They sold more switches last year, twenty twenty one, than all other machines, all other all other current gen machines combined. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing yeah. success. Mobile gaming. Five million switches. They just love mobile gaming over there. Yeah, I just well, think that the longevity of the Switch, man. I mean, yeah. it's and the new old OLED model must have moved a lot of the units as well. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. It is a complete and total phenomenon. Yeah. Phenomenomenom. Phenomenomenom. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what, what, what have you been up to, mate? I had a really lovely Christmas and New Year period. That was great. Quite a bit of family time, all quite low-key, all very relaxing. Hopefully the same as what everybody else did. Ate too much, drank too much, all the good stuff. I finished up The Last of Us up until the stopping point, I think on by the 20th of December, actually. So it was quite nice. Mm. It meant that I had a wee clear runoff time to do other things with the evening so it coincided with my analog pocket arriving so um i've been spending quite a lot of time on that actually just revisiting some of the game boy catalog i've got a game boy everdrive for it and i've just been going back through some of those games it's awesome it's so good i'm really really impressed with it um it's a pretty high-end product. It's one of these ones that actually lives up to the hype, I think, for me at least. I'm yeah. by no means a connoisseur, but it's it really is quite a... It's quite a, a, a nice experience revisiting these Game Boy games where previously you'd played them and you could barely make out what you were playing half the time. And it's, it's quite telling now that you see them, you see what was actually under under that quite poor screen at the time, you're seeing now that there's actually some really actually quite beautiful games there and they yeah. play fantastically well. So I've been spending quite a lot of time on that. Um, I bought a Series X. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, for my dad. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he decided to get into a bit of uh, flight sim and uh, there was actually quite a few folk that kindly posted. I put a post over on the um, RA Discord task for a wee bit of advice there. He's just wanting to basically play flight sim but um he's not did you get most... him an did you get him a flight stick and everything he's bought himself one yeah yeah yes. yeah so, yeah, yeah yeah he's gone and got nice. himself i think it's like the thrustmaster hotas one i think that's specifically for the xbox so yeah he keeps following me up and telling me about all these new things that he's adding on to it and he was saying he phoned me up the other day <laughs> saying that he's now looking at 4k 120 hertz monitors as well and all this sort of stuff i was like wait one second i'm the one who's supposed to be buying all this stuff so he's uh hey andy Next, next thing he'll call you up and say, Andy, I'm playing this amazing game, Super Meat Boy. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I said this to him. I said you're never too late to start, so you never know. He might, uh, he might, might, might get a guest appearance on the podcast one week. But, um, yeah, yeah. but just cool. when you were saying there about PS5 availability, it was quite telling. So I might get my Series X within 24 hours just by using that 
uh, Stock Informer app. I think obviously in the run up to Christmas, they were trying to get a lot of stock into the shops and they seem to be coming in pretty much uh, on, you know, every few hours shops were getting stock, albeit I think in quite small numbers, but they did seem to be drip feeding them rather than just dropping hundreds of units at once. They would seem to sort of sell a lower number and then a couple a couple hours later they'd sell another lower number and they were just kind of i guess sort of systematically releasing them in the run-up to christmas so um yes he's he's pleased with that uh beyond that i have been binge watching cobra kai which is the greatest television show that's ever been made in the history of mankind if you haven't seen it <laughs> no spoilers uh, i've still not no, seen the new season yet no none whatsoever and then my other my other kind of Christmas tradition is I usually, I'm like a child, I, I treat myself to a Lego set each year that I build kind of in the run-up to Christmas. But uh, this one's actually running a wee bit behind schedule, but I've been building the uh, NASA, uh, the Discovery Space Shuttle. Um, mm. So that's uh, that's going to get added up to the collection up over on the shelf. So that's been that's been my evening time because I haven't actually been doing much, uh, much other gaming. So that's been me. All good. Awesome. What about you, Jim? Anything exciting? So a lot of family time. Obviously went to Edinburgh um, over uh, New Year. <laughs> Gaming-wise, I've been playing Metroid Dread, which I'm, I'm, a, I'm probably about four hours in. Um, I've just... You've been playing it, haven't you, Mads? So I've just got the yep. um, the bombs for the, like, the Spider Ball. I suppose it's not really okay. a spoiler, is it? If you've yep. ever played a Metroid game, you know you're getting it at some stage. Yes. Um, Spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. No, I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's it's got a few issues um i won't sort of linger on them too much but how did you find the emmys did, great great really fun. and uh, they get harder and harder to avoid and that's uh but there's a it's never impossible i mean this game is is hard but it's really really well designed so uh even even in the later levels where they get really hard to avoid there there are ways to avoid being detected and there are some of the sometimes you're supposed to be detected because you're gonna have to do a mad dash across the yeah. map to to get to the next set, and that's part of the fun. So, yeah. Oh, okay, I find it a little bit frustrating that I want to explore these areas and I can't. Okay, but I know I know in the back but of my mind just, that that exploration's coming, but it's coming. But yeah, it's yeah. Metroid, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you just need to have patience with when you're mm. traversing the the Emmy areas when they, when you haven't killed the Emmy yet. So yeah. if, stand still and, and and try to hide. And you've got the cloak already, I guess. If you've yes. got the bombs for this, yes, yeah, so yeah. use the cloak and it'll all be good. Yeah. And then I don't know if you know, you can actually you can actually dodge their attacks and just slide under them, but you need yeah. to have perfect timing. I've just just kind of getting that that it's like a re deflect sort of motion, yeah, isn't it? Exactly. Mechanism, yeah. I've just kind of really getting that timing do. down where I can do it almost regularly. Almost, I, I can't. It's it's one out of ten that I uh, that I actually do it. But yeah, but yeah, no, I'm enjoying hey, it, and it looks looks incredible. Next mm, game yeah. on our RA community playthrough after Zelda is Metroid. Metroid. Yeah, but because a lot of like regular people, not just superhumans like you, Chris, will have to play Zelda, they'll be in a month or something like that, I guess. Well, that's all right, isn't it? Play, that's all right. Play Zero Mission. Just go and play Zero Mission. <laughs> we will in 2049 when we get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't wait to hear what you say about Metroid 1. I really can't. Yeah, I've never played it. Not, yeah. not for any length of time. It's anyway. probably, probably for the better. Um <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, I put I put my pie um, into the arcade cab, but I won't dwell on that too much. But absolutely loving that total game changer, absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, really, cool. en- nice. really enjoying that. 
It looks nice. We can see it in the background. We have the pleasure of video, and we can see it, and it looks like a beauty. Glowing away. Oh, I bought some of them little funny lights as well for the uh, for the room. You know, you can change yeah. colour on the phone. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> a boy and his toys, eh? <laughs> <laughs> nice pink bedroom. But yeah, other than that, mate, other than that, it's, um, yeah, it's just been good to kick back over Christmas, spend a bit of time with the family, and yeah, a little bit of gaming here and there. Nice. Very nice. Right. Shall we um, Shall we hit the last of us? Take Part it away, my friend. If, if you don't right. want to hear what I've been up to, then, then yeah, of course. No worries, mate. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. <did> I... <laughs> we we came to you he's, second. He's forgotten again. I did say. No. Did I not? Oh, no, you didn't. No, but that's okay, mate. That's okay. I'm no, used no. to being uh, overlooked, so no worries there. No, uh, worries no there. sorry. Mads. No, I, I had a Mads, Christmas. what have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> I've had a great Christmas. I was in Sweden. It was a, uh, there was snow. There was ice on the lake. So we went ice skating, and it's all been beautiful. So gaming wise, I haven't actually been up to anything but, um, well, but the fact that I've got a Mister now with a power supply. It's arrived with a power, ah, yes. power supply. <laughs> with a power supply. With a power supply. It's it's beautiful. It's a lot more fun with the power supply. It, it turns out. <laughs> it's so, funny that, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. But I, I've been totally blown away by that. It, it's it's incredible. It's it's uh, the guys over at Retro Asylum have been talking about their Mister Four months now it seems chris <laughs> and yeah. talking about nothing but that and and even with that 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 wasn't enough it is it is a total game changer it's it's incredible what they can do so um, i've been uh, playing some c64 c16 uh, amiga genesis all kinds of stuff some, a little bit of intellivision as well because we're getting ready for the game club to play tower of doom but uh, mostly i've just been enjoying playing stuff that i actually already know and have played before on the c64 mm. just to see how it works and i've got a a genesis uh, i've got the 8-bit do m30 controller and i've got their sfc 30 as well for a super nintendo controller yeah and i've got a competition pro usb stick and i've got my arcade stick so yeah. with those four nice controllers a proper keyboard and mouse for for those computers and then the mister i i can do it feels like i can do anything <laughs> are you gonna get <laughs> it's the incredible. Um... Are you going to get the multi-system? No. So it's like no, the I'm, console version. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm happy with, with what I've got here. I've got everything yeah. I need, and I've got it uh, hooked into with via RGB SCART to a CRT, just a 14-inch CRT right now, and that just looks perfect. So uh, for me, playing the C64 is, is just like a real C64, and the Amiga as well, for whatever I've been uh, testing it out with. So playing a bit of Jumpman Jr. actually recently, really loving that. That's a good so. game. Yeah, yeah, it's great fun. I found, just found it out months. recently that the fifth, the fifth, from the fifth level forward in Jumpman Junior, it's uh, it makes uh, Rick Dangerous looks like a like a little girly game. <laughs> <laughs> is there a, an MSX call? I think there is. Yeah, yeah. First thing I wanted to play actually was a, a bit of Apple II, um, and I really wanted to play Prince of Persia, but that uh, yeah. that ROM wasn't on my card, and I haven't had that added yet. So, but, but I want to get, go back and play some of the originals and on the platforms where they came from on some of those few systems that I actually don't have the hardware for, and I don't have an an Apple II or an MSX, for yeah. example. A bit of Load Runner, yeah. I mean, I was looking at because um, Metal Gear is another one in our mm. community playthrough, mm. so I'm starting to think about how I how I can play that. Oh yeah, yeah. And MSX twos are like rocking calls, doo doo. But you've got yeah. an MSX. I've got an MSX, but I haven't got an MSX two. Ah, okay. I thought I, so, I thought it was a two you had, but okay. 
No, just the, no, just the MSX. The MSX are quite common. You can pick up an MSX for 60, 60 quid in the yeah. UK. Okay. But I an think... MSX2, no way. It's the original. And if you do. I might. Did, did the original get ported to the NES? Yeah, but it's rubbish. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. The, oh, okay. the, the real yeah. connoisseurs say that you, you need to get the MSX version. Which is on the Metal Gear collection, isn't it, as well? For the it's actually PS3 the and I'm Xbox 360. I'm pretty sure it went on. It's on. It, it's part of Metal Gear 3 subsistence mm. on the PS3, the, the kind okay. of the second version of Metal Gear Solid 3. It, the, that's the MSX port on it. And it's actually, I found out today, it's actually been released for the PC on GOG. Okay. Mm, okay. So maybe that's the way to play it then. Maybe that's the way to play it, yeah. yeah. I'd love to play it on the MSX2, but I just don't think it's going to be possible. Yeah. Now, but the, the Mister, I mean, the, the killer feature, apart from the emulation or simulation being quite precise, is just that it has perfect output to the uh, the CRT TVs. And then just yeah. that, and then with some proper controllers that, that look and feel like the originals just makes it... 99.9% the real thing, right? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to playing a bit more with that. Obviously, it's early days. But do you think you could see yourself keeping that and selling off at, like parts of the collection? Or do, do you think it'll always just be something that sits alongside? I could definitely see myself selling off stuff that I hardly ever use, yes. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. I've got an Atari 7800, for example, that I hardly ever play with, so might as well sell that. But I'd never get rid of the C64, C16, the Amiga, the Genesis, yeah. the Super Nintendo. I, I, I need, I, I want the real hardware there, and I, I still like the feeling of setting up the real hardware and playing with it. But uh, for, I mean, for when I have half an hour at night to just play a game, this makes it possible to actually play a game that feels right on any platform. And I wouldn't be able to do that because half an hour isn't enough to actually find it in its box and set it up and uh, load yeah. up the game, <laughs> if you know what yeah. I mean. So yeah. it makes it easier to just switch back and forth and try different things. And then if you, if I find something that I really want to dive into, I'll probably go and find the real hardware and get it set up. So, And is it it's quick going between cores? It's, it's almost instantaneous. Is it? Oh, brilliant. Yeah. They do say it does sound really good. It I mean, does, yeah. yeah mm. It does. It's like I a, mean, it's, a pie on steroids, the, isn't it? Yeah. It seems yeah. to be the future, doesn't it? You know, because as we always say on our raid, this hardware will fail. You know, I'm sitting here looking at a 40 year old Apple II, 45 year old Apple II, <laughs> yeah. uh, 36 year old Famicom, mm. and, and a 20 odd year old PS2, 20 odd year old PS2. You know, in 20 years' time, I'd be surprised if any of this stuff works. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So we do need to find things to replace them. But this seems to be the way forward. It's it's really promising. Yeah, yeah. And it's only going to get better. Yeah, indeed. From here, indeed. isn't it? Yeah, in a year yeah. or two, three, we'll see new revisions that are far stronger and could perhaps uh, go to the PS2, as you just mentioned. Uh, yeah. You can't do that on the Mister as it is right now. They, they're doing a core for the playstation at the at the moment that seems promising but yeah I, i'm guessing that'll be his limit so yeah it's exciting isn't it really exciting to yeah. think what it could do in five years yeah. or so and it seems to be really really well supported in a, a, a thriving community of developers there so um, that's the key yeah. in it as long as that community stays there then there's no yeah. reason why it can't just carry on getting better and better 
Mm. And, and you call it a, a pie on steroids and it, it really is i mean the pie has got nothing on this no. uh, it's it's so much more precise there's no lack there's there's nothing there the, there's no stutter in the sound and every, everything i've been playing so far has been perfect I, I can't i can't say that i can see the difference between that and the real hardware so far but there, of course there will be some games that that, that are harder to to get running yeah yeah That's and awesome. it was featured in edge magazine so it? it must be proper, mustn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's my barometer. That's the barometer. Yeah. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> must be good. It must be good. It was in Edge. It was Edge featured it. Right. Are we going for it? Yes. I'd like to. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, go. <laughs> Let's go for it. So same as. Um, with the episode for well, the episodes for Last of Us One, I've steered clear of sto- uh, like story spoilers. So, in terms of like the build up going into the game, I'm going to talk a little bit about sales and and some of the voice voice artists and things like that. But for the majority, we're just pretty much going to be diving straight in. When we, if I missed anything, just dive in. Just give us a shout. Especially when we're coming on to the game itself, if like there's a pickup I've missed, or, or I know of one vital sort of um, scene that I missed that I've had to watch on YouTube. Uh, so yeah, just just dive dive in. Let me know. Were we all going into this blind? I assume none of us, because this game has been out for when did it come out? Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah. So it's mm. been out for almost two years. I'd managed to avoid any key spoilers. Same. You guys? I, I didn't know anything. So Yeah, I've avoided here. and having... Pl- I kind of had an inkling that I would want to play these games at some point. And so yeah. I had been initially avoiding it. And then obviously having played the first and enjoyed it so much, I've been actively avoiding anything whatsoever. <laughs> so I'm completely in the blind about all of this, which is so much for the better. Yeah. Cracking. So there was a, there was a lot of talk when it came out um about i didn't sort of go into it too much but it seemed that a lot of it seemed to be some of the themes that, that are in the game stories some people weren't like didn't like it they took to the message boards quite vocally um yeah. from Can what i've seen which themes that were or i i didn't want to risk going in into okay. it so uh, i, saw a couple of headlines. I so think f- it was about early wasn't it i think it was basically yeah, the lgbt uh, yeah. I think I think it was mostly like just about how quickly she turns to being a fairly ruthless, okay, killer. Yeah. Effectively, I think I, I mm. think the the way in which the LGBT angle and this is very difficult for for middle aged straight white men to talk about, but I think the way in which her character is is portrayed from from the LGBT perspective as well drew criticism. Um, mainly from people like us who probably don't know what we're talking about, so I think it's probably a difficult area for us to go into. Mm. So, okay. so so far with what we've played, I don't see what to no, criticise no, there is. It's, it's no, actually we, been we, done really, really well. And we'll we'll get into it, no doubt it'll come out. I mm. agree. And uh, But it, it, I know that was one of the things which okay. people turn people off, and if it did, it probably says more about them than the game. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah some of the, most of the themes that, certainly that we've seen so far although maybe a little bit more graphic, there's nothing that wasn't in the first game. No. 
So without sounding like an old pervert, that's actually been some of the stuff I've been enjoying the most with this uh, first part. I mean, the, the, that, that relationship is really well portrayed. <laughs> it it yeah, just comes I, across as a realistic relationship, doesn't it? Yeah. It does, and and I don't know, we don't want the, to spoil anything yet. But the the other part in this relationship, I I, I love her. She's so well depicted, and uh, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So in terms of um, sales, as of so I, I was struggling to find sort of accurate sales data, but as of I think it was as of sort of June last year. It was saying four million sales. Now I would, I would have assumed it had done more than that, but I couldn't seem mm. to find anything more so up to date. Just physical sales, or I think it was just physical. That yeah, yeah but it okay. broke all sorts of records um, on on release in terms of like quickest selling PlayStation game and, and all sorts. So I would mm. assume that the, those that number's probably way off what it's actually what it's actually done. When did it actually come out, Jim? Was it September 2020? Because it got delayed a couple of times, didn't it? It early did, period. yeah. So there was a lot of there was a lot of talk. Again, this was another thing. Where, uh, there was a lot of talk before release about uh, developers crunching to meet deadlines. So yeah, it, it did it did slip a couple of times. There was talk. I think uh, Naughty Dog came out and said that you know they one of the reasons for the delays was because of developers crunching and they tried to sort of reduce that but there was a lot of talk especially sort of like within, within like the Twitter Twitter sphere and all that sort of stuff about yeah about crunch and, and working conditions um, and then PM, and then obviously it was they, they were sort of wrapping it up in the middle of the middle of the pandemic so I think it was slated to come out at the end of March, wasn't it, originally, or the end of February? And I think it went to June, I think it was. I think it went, did it go to April 1st, and then it ended up releasing in the middle of June, yeah. June the 19th? Yeah. Started development in 2014. Was yeah, sort, straight after that. Yeah, it sort of stopped and started a couple of times, um, but with various small teams. Neil Druckmann stayed with it. Um, he's back as, uh, as producer, and uh, he co-wrote mm. the story with... Um, Haley Gross or Gross Gross, yeah, um, Gross the thing, yeah. yeah. Who, who previously to that had just done, uh, I'll say, just had done some writing work. Um, one of the most sort of well-known things that she that you might have heard of was Westworld. I don't know if you've ever watched any of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been, I, I've only yeah. seen the first the season. It's, fanta- it's fantastic. Mm. Not the original Mad. She's not that old. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I wanted to say. I only watched the original movie. That was brilliant, <laughs> by the way. That scared that shit out of me back in the day <laughs> yeah the new one's reasonably good as well it's all right I, I really liked it i enjoyed that i thought it was just a but a great does setting. it have yul brunner it's got him in a there's a little easter egg where they go into a storeroom and yeah. uh obviously they're all spoiler alert again but obviously they're all robots but there's an yeah. old one that's deactivated over in the corner that is oh. yul brunner nice you just you see him for literally <laughs> yeah. about two seconds it's quite cool uh, he was the stuff of nightmares in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Another one from Westworld is um, Shannon Woodward, who's the voice for of uh, Dina. Okay, so, yeah, all right. She's in uh, Raising Hope and Westworld as well. Other than that, um, in terms of voice artists, we've got um, Joel Miller, who's uh, he's played by Troy Baker again. Hmm. Jeffrey Pierce is back to, uh, for Tommy. Fantastic. Ashley Johnson is back as the voice of Ellie. She, oh, she's just 
Well, we're going to talk about her performance, no doubt, as we go through, but I think I'm in love with Ashley Johnson. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have and, to, it's going to be a fight to death for her, Chris, I'm afraid. It's uh, over who yeah, loves her I'll more. Have, yeah. Who's the bigger fanboy? <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got um, Laura Bailey um, as the voice of uh, the rather intense Abby Anderson. Mm, yes. um, again, she's had loads of, loads of voice uh, work, Gears of War. Uh, she's yeah. Catwoman in the Batman Telltale series. Mary Jane and Spider Man, um, and obviously there's loads of other like voices, voice artists in the game. But I sort of just concentrated on those are the the main sort yeah. of crooks. Otherwise, mm. beer all night. So, so, quick question: Do you guys? Uh, I always avoid looking up who does the voices for anybody, and especially I avoid um, seeing how they look in real life before the end of playing a game, because kind of destroys the immersion for me knowing that ah this voice is actually not coming out of uh, ellie's mouth it's coming out of ashley johnson's mouth and she's a blonde and then she's 45 years old and she's mm. not that old uh, she is pretty much our age 37 isn't she? isn't she is she okay okay could be no, she's I, 37 she's 37 years 43 days and 86 hours <laughs> <laughs> well that's close enough to my age mate it's not the the, the 19 that the ellie is supposed to be or no, 20 uh, how much that. it is so now it, it kind of destroys the immersion for me uh, but uh, I, I don't know how do you guys feel about that yeah no it didn't really bother me okay. I look straight away yeah. as soon as I hear a new voice I pause the game and I go yeah. on my phone and look at I, do, I don't for, me being for fear of spoilers because quite often it's a, you'll, it'll come up with who the character was played by and it's almost always linked one or two articles down there'll be something about either a scene mm, or a yeah. comment or it re- links yeah. to a Reddit forum with a spoiler or something so I've been caught out in the past so I'm, I'm the same mad I, I, afterwards I like to have a look definitely Yeah, yeah but uh, I won't look at anything until uh, the until I've, I've finished it same if I'm watching a TV series and stuff like that is I don't want to know anything about the person in real life until you've no. finished watching no. it Oh, okay. Ellie's character model though is also based on it's got a likeness of Ashley Johnson hasn't it I mean it's not does it? I think, yeah, there is a, okay. Yeah, I think. Oh, I, think I so. thought I Abby think, actually looked a wee bit more like her. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't I, see I, it I in Ellie, at least. No. I can't see it in Troy Baker. I mean, Troy and Joel look very different. Hmm. But uh, and actually, when you listen to Troy, uh, Troy Baker talk as well, it sounds absolutely nothing like Joel. No. <laughs> and then when he's doing the voice, uh, when you listen to when you listen to Ashley Johnson talk, it's it's Ellie. Okay. Yeah. In terms of options when you fire up the game, my word, I've never seen like accessibility options like it. It just caters for everything, doesn't it? I'm, there's so many sliders and options, aim assists, everything you, you can yeah. you can play with. It's yeah, really, really good. In terms of the options when you start, um, difficulty wise, if you wanted to say, I'm on normal. 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 Light Andy. <laughs> easy Andy and, is back. And I'm guessing I, no one's I've evolved. I'm no longer easy. I've, I've, I've turned into Light Andy. Light yes. Andy. <laughs> like Can I be Dark light. Andy then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing no one's playing with permadeath. Switched off. Permadeath? Yeah. 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 So that'd be crazy. Yeah, there so, is. Yeah, yeah, there's an option for permadeath where... So what does that mean? You have to start from the beginning? Yeah, it reduces the, che- oh it reduces the checkpoints. So 
you know, as as you're playing through, you'll get checkpointed, yeah. when, which saved me so many times. And they it, are very frequent, actually. Yeah. Yes. If you yeah. die in sort of Seattle Day One at some point, you'll go back to the start of Seattle Day One. Oh Jesus! No, I can't imagine why so anyone it's not would even, want to do not even real permadeath. Come on, <laughs> it's a, yeah, yeah. semi permadeath. Semi. You should start from scratch. <laughs> oh Jesus! I mean, that's hours, hours, and hours worth of gaming. Yeah, you know you want to, Chris. No way. <laughs> I love, I love this game. I don't love it that much. No, I don't think you'd ever get through it, would you? No, uh, you'd never uh, still be hard. playing it. And, yeah, yeah. No way. But you, you just know there's a trophy there then. Oh, there's got to be a trophy, aren't there? Yeah. I'm going pl- to platinum this. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm, re- I'm really not. <laughs> Get your action replay out and unlock them trophies. That's what mm. it's there for. Modder feels right, actually. I've died a good few times, and it's yep, uh, same. the encounters are a challenge. Mm. But uh, apart from one, they're reasonably enjoyable. Normally, at the hands of a canine. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we'll come on to that, I'm sure. Um in terms of the storyline, the game picks up pretty much um, straight after the end of the first game. Um, we see the the main crux of the game is set sort of five years after the, the end of the first game. But the first bit we see is it starts off pretty much after the, the first game finishes. And we've got uh, Joel and Tommy are sat in a garage and they're sort of talking and and. and uh, Joel's cleaning this guitar, which is again going to have sort of a like an impact as as we play through. Um, Joel is t- is sort of coming clean to Tommy. Is telling Tommy everything that happened with the fireflies at the end of the first game. So for anyone that hasn't played it, basically they get all the way through. Um, they basically cross halfway across America to get to Seattle. The idea was Joel was going to deliver uh, Ellie to the Fireflies. The Fireflies were going to operate on Ellie to see if they could use her um, invincibility, I suppose, uh, to, to create a cure for the Cordycep. Yeah, you say operate. They were going to just kill her. Well, we didn't know that at the start, <laughs> did we? It turns out at the end that the operation, they, they would have killed Ellie. Mm. Um, she didn't have a choice in the matter. She wasn't aware of of any of this i think she got knocked out um on just just before all this happened so she didn't have any say or all we knew that ellie wanted was for her um gift to to mean something yeah Yeah. tommy says to joel what did you do joel and after a pause he says i saved her yeah honestly and whilst hairs the hairs on the back of my neck whoa I could just feel them standing up. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it just brought all that crashing back from the first game, didn't it? And you and you seeing it you seeing it on the on the screen, aren't you, where he comes into the uh, in into yeah. the room where she's being operated on and then um the next thing you see is is the sort of the doctor the the rooms of those bodies everywhere and, and Joel picks Ellie up and makes her makes a dash for it. Tommy says he's he's gonna keep Ellie's uh, keep Joel's secret. And he'll, he'll take it to, to, to the grave if he has to. So this game yeah. does this already a handful of places where it, it it not only just mentions what happens in the path, but even eat past, but even lets us relive a bit of it. It's really masterfully done, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Have, yeah. you need to play the first one before you play The Last of Us 2 because it just heightens the experience so much. Yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and having played it not that long ago as well, really did. But it was yes, long enough yes. that these things 
kind of had an emotional impact seeing them again. It wasn't like we played it last week. It was a few months ago. Mm. Yeah, it feels yeah. like the perfect time. Yeah, yes. it feels that way. Yeah. We then see Ellie for the first time. Again, this is this is pretty much straight after the end of the first game. It turns out Ellie hasn't hasn't sort of questioned Joel on on what he says was actually true or not. She's just sort of taken it as, and and Joel says as much um, to to Tommy. He says that she hasn't asked any any different. There's she clearly doesn't believe what he said. You you. When uh, Joel walks into that into that room where Ellie sat there writing, you straight away feel that there's there's something yeah. there between them. And there's, there's a tension, there's, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, before we get to the garage, we've got a little section on like horseback with uh, with uh, Joel and Tommy. Yeah. So yeah, and we go through um, like this little forest area again, just straight away. You think, wow, this game is. It just looks stunning from the get go, doesn't it? Yeah, mm. and a big shout out to Gustavo Santolaya as well, the composer. Yep. He's back to compose The Last of Us Two. That's it. Yeah. The, mu- the music throughout the whole thing is just, I think, is incredible. And, and try playing it with the sound off. And it makes a massive difference. Like mm. the music, particularly in this opening, as you're wandering down through the forest, the light coming through. Yeah. It's just jaw dropping. Yeah. It took me about an hour to um, play the uh, the first five minutes of the game, I think. I just I just panicked and just went into I just went into a photo mode frenzy and I was like, Oh, this is amazing. This is amazing. This is amazing. And I thought, Andrew, slow down. You've got a whole game. There will be more opportunities to take a photo. You don't need to take every single photo right now. Yeah. It's just when that when that garage so shutter beautiful. pops open and the score kicks in, doesn't it? And it's like yeah. I was like, Yes, you're, yes, yeah, you're back, back you're home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, it's so good. It's so, so impactful, this opening. It's yeah. incredible. We get back to Jackson, and this is the compound where, where Tommy's living. This is where we sort of finished up in the first game. It's grown. It's a lot bigger now. It's almost. It's pretty much a, a, a working society, um, obviously on a small, a lot smaller scale, but it is a, it is a working sort of society. Yeah. This is where Tommy says that he'll he'll never speak of what what Joel said, yeah, um, and he'll and he'll take it to the grave if if he has to, and he's not sure he'd have done anything different. I know we all sort of looked at it in, in our own little way. Um, I've been I've re- I re-listened to that episode actually just before yeah, so did before, I. This, oh, yeah. before yeah. this year. Yeah, I did today as well, and I think we all we all sort of thought that that is going to be a, a strong sort of feature and a strong yeah. story point in, in this game. It couldn't not be really, could it? Um, yeah, so then we cut to Ellie and she's drawing um, and, and her and Joel have this like really awkward conversation. The relationship is coming across as pretty strained. Joel brings in this guitar and sings her um, this this song, which is uh, Future Days by, by Pearl by Jam. Pearl Jam. And we're going to hear it again a couple of times, certainly up to where we've played through. Uh, but... And, and this is just one of them moments for me, anyway. It's just one of them things that I just love about this game. It's just you get these like real, you get these like really brutal moments where these people just being hacked to death and just doing horrific stuff to each other. But then you get these like just these really beautiful, touching moments as well. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I loved it. I didn't care for the mechanics of actually playing strumming the guitar though on the no. <laughs> 
I could have lived without that. Yeah, I was playing that when, uh, and, and my, my daughter was looking at me, and, and I, I know how to play the guitar. So I, I was yeah, try, trying to play a song then, because you, I, yeah. but it, it doesn't work that way. You can't actually, and, and she doesn't even do it right if you don't, they, they kind of highlight the next note that you're supposed to be strumming. And if you don't yeah. do that, it, it doesn't work. So I was quite, no, quite late, disappointed. Later in the game, you, you do get an option to just have free, free reign on. Okay, okay. And I'd even still, I was trying to play Smells Like Teen Spirit, and it just wasn't working. <laughs> yeah. this, oh, there was no F sharp, was there? No, there's no F sharp. <laughs> this um, more exactly. more pearl ham than pearl jam. <laughs> this this moment though with this song, I actually felt you know the tension between Ellie and Joe. It, Joe's desperate, isn't he? He's desperately trying to yeah. to to break through that barrier. Yeah, and it comes across as oh, I felt a little uncomfortable, you know, watching his desperate pleas to reach her. But you, you, you haven't got any teenagers yet, do you? No, not yet. You're gonna get there, mate. You're gonna get there. I no will. worries. Mm. I mean, <laughs> for me, that 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 struck home in a big way. I mean, did it? At, at some point, your kids grow to an age where, even though they love you, they look at you and think, "Ah, oh, what's that stupid idiot doing in my room right now?" <laughs> um, and, and, and trying to get through to them in some way can some days be impossible, and other days they just, uh, I mean, the same as they always were, but. Uh, mm. That, that's that's gonna you play this again in a couple of years, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, have a deeper meaning. Yeah, Joel promises to teach Ellie to play the guitar. Um, she says good night, and then we sort of cut to her four years later on. Ellie's been partying, so she's sort of like, like I say, they're almost living like a normal life. They're partying and, and live doing like as to what teenagers do. Um, yeah. It's the first time we actually take control of her. And you get to sort of walk around the house. Did everyone sort of check, check around, look around the house? There's yes. like a little little thing that you could have missed. And it's the so from the first game, obviously we met Sam and his brother. And Sam picks up this little toy robot, and his brother yep. gets told to put it down and sort of grow up. Um, and Ellie picks it up later on in the game, and it's this toy, this robot is is in the house, which I thought was a really nice nice little touch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and can I also you as well? Yes, yes, this, this yeah, yeah. Of those, with, there in, in... with the Jack and Daxter on it. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And, and a copy of Uncharted standing to the side. I think <laughs> yeah. Naughty Dog putting in some references to her old old uh, games. Yes, yeah. and some some Naughty Dog games get referenced later on as well in an incredibly amusing, or it certainly appealed to my sense of humour um, mm. later on, which uh, which we'll come to. I'm sure. But can I just make a point? The only because the only reason I want to make the point is because it's literally the only point in the game where I've been slightly disappointed and actually noticed something that I thought they it sounds dreadful to say but something I think they could have done better when you were wandering around the town did you notice just how many times the character models are repeated no no because I always get into this state that when I actually start playing the game. I tried to role play it, so so my Ellie had a, a where uh, somewhere to be. So so yeah. I, I walked the stra- straight and narrow. I had a look around, but I didn't go uh, looking for stuff because this wasn't a place where in the narrative she'd be looking to to find all of the scraps and stuff that yeah. you need for later on. She was just going to do the day's work. So so no, yeah. See that. Yeah, I think you're no, probably I- better doing that because when you did wander in, because the reason I kept stopping and actually did do a wee bit more exploring is you might have noticed that sometimes when you walked past people 
you could hear a conversation. And as yes. if you actually, if you moved closer, I, I watched basically to see how long the conversation carried on for. And some of them went on for a reasonable length of time. Mm. And as you worked your way around, you would sometimes a little bit further down a street or something, you would just catch wind of a conversation. So I'd end up walking down there to see it. And if you do so, you realise that they, they actually used a fairly limited number of character models. I reckon okay. there was probably less than 20 different designs, mm. I think, that just oh, kept okay. repeating. Because there's a lot of people. It's really bustling, isn't it? You've got, like, yes. you've got yes. kids running around. and It, and it, it all, is. Yeah, it's really I bustling. see that's maybe unfair. There was maybe maybe 20 adult designs, I think. But I yeah. just thought it was quite a strange design choice. I thought given how great the rest of the game looks, it is. it just seems strange that you thought either... Would it have how much extra work would it have been, or would it have even been possible to put a few extra designs in there, or just have it slightly less populated? I don't know because it's yeah, the only yeah. it's it's the only part in the game that I thought broke the immersion a wee bit. Where you thought okay. I've seen you and I've seen you and you're down this side street and wait a second, <laughs> you were back chatting at the greenhouse two seconds ago and now you're down here talking to another child that isn't yours. So um, that was the only that's literally my only criticism of it. Okay, I didn't notice that at all. Maybe they're all twins. Yeah. Well, they've got some sort of cloning project or something. Yeah, maybe. Yes. Who knows? It's uh, yeah, it's a, a home for twins and triplets. That's yeah. it. That's the admission. Do you know what it did make me think, though, this section of walking around this, this Jackson, is that no matter what games still haven't nailed, and it goes right back to the likes of Shenmue, the first, one of the first games to try this, live and breathe in town, it... It still doesn't give you the feeling, even a game which is so polished and has had so many people sweating blood and tears like this, it still doesn't feel like a believable place. You know what I mean? Like, the people who were just standing around will just stand around forever. The people who were walking around will have Mm. a very, it's easy to spot routine. I don't know. I I felt it. I mean, you've got like the little blacksmiths there and then you and that. Yeah, but they like they will. You could start. You could idle there for ten hours. And but that's the problem, mate. You, you're not supposed to. Yeah, yeah I think if you do a match, because yeah. uh, as I said, when you were just off screen for a while, I, I so, walked yeah. straight and narrow Sorry. because yeah. I, I my Ellie. I, I like to role play, so my Ellie was going. <laughs> Out yeah, and, and getting well. ready for the day's work, so she wasn't idling and standing around. I maybe eavesdrop on one or two uh, conversations as she probably would walking through the city, but I wouldn't stand there for a long time. I wouldn't go down those uh, little streets. I just walked where I was supposed to be. But, but do you think games will ever get to the point where if you did, like people will go off and go to bed, and then it'll go light and people will come back and they'll do different things. Because yeah, like that be. for me, that would be immersion. Would be that if if you could actually, if it felt like people had purpose that didn't have purpose. Mm. It's hard to do because uh, whatever you do with a computer, you'll get it to follow some rules. You have to yeah, exactly. to select some character profiles and say you you want to do yeah. this, you want to do that. But but I mean, with what they are doing today and with the uh, the amounts of memory and stuff they have today, they they can make it quite hard to to find those patterns if they want to but it, yeah. it, it just costs a lot doesn't it yeah, yeah. to get that developed yeah. yeah um so ellie's being sort of asked to go and speak to maria in a, in a bar um 
she's had an altercation with with one of the guys that's working in there. Um, something's happened the night before. Clearly, he's he's offended Ellie. We I don't think we find out what he said or what he's done, but he's clearly offended her, um, and he gives well, her some food to try and make up for it. He's mainly offended to Joel, it seems, because he uh, Ellie has kissed Dina, and yes. uh, that that made this guy call her something. We're not told which word that was. I, I have some good guesses, and uh, Joel decks him. I think that's it. Joel decks him. Yeah. Uh, okay. I almost, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then as we then we leave there, and we and we we're going to take this food up to 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 John, uh, Joel and Tommy. Did, as we leave, did everyone see this little toddler that was? Um, it was part of like just the crowd basically. And there's a little toddler, and he sort of waddles around and jumps up into one of his parents' arms. I just made no, just I put a sort of smile on my face. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was nice. Um, yeah. This is just before we meet up with Dina. So we meet up with Dina. And then, we, yeah, it turns out they, they shared a kiss the night before. And then we have like a little, they discuss it briefly, but it's all just sort of setting up, you're learning the controls. And we have this, Tutorial. yeah, we have this snowball fight with some kids. And that's just like until dawn, eh? Yeah. And then, that, yeah, not as, um, yeah. Not as in your face as until dawn, is it? <laughs> at the moment, anyway. A little more subtle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we have this snowball fight, and that's going to serve as like the little sort of combat trainer. Yeah. Um, then we get out of the com- head out of the compound on on horseback, um, and the next thing we see is is a woman waking up. There's a character looking out of a window, and she says she's been dreaming. Um, and and this character says he's got something to show her. They make their way. We don't know who this is. They make their way through this like like stunning snow covered wood. Um, and we find out that she's called Abby. Um, this other guy, we don't know his name, but we find out they used to be a couple. He's with someone else now called Mel, I think it was. And she turns out she's pregnant. Abby isn't happy about this. Um, and they're, they're looking at the Jackson compound and talking about killing someone. They they don't, they're after a man. Again, they don't say who it is, but you kind of wonder it's, it's going to be one, mm. one of the two brothers, brothers, isn't it? You, you kind of yeah. think, um, so uh, there was and, no doubt. I, I guess we all knew that it had to be Joe, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. And they're hunting him. Yes. They are. Mm. They're there to hunt him. Yeah. They, they, cause they talk about trying to lure him out of the city. That's it. Yeah. So they are there for one reason and for one reason alone. It's yeah. such good character design as well. Do you not think just the minute you clasp eyes on Abby especially, you thought she's quite handy? She, yeah, she's, she's badass. Yeah. She is intense from a word go, yeah. isn't she? Yeah, she it's is. just yeah. the bomber jacket, the little ribbed beanie hat and everything. You think she looks like she's got some sort of training or that she's yeah, she's basically overarm she's yeah. she's very male in her uh, her facial expressions and yeah. her yeah. overarms e- even her breasts are breast muscles if you have a look at the yeah 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 she's yeah she's yeah she's what's the word the kids use these days hench <laughs> <laughs> i like it mm. yeah you certainly wouldn't want to sort of meet her down a dark alleyway or be on the no, wrong, get no. on the wrong side of her, would you? Absolutely <laughs> no. not. She can look after you know herself. What? She yeah. she might be really tough, but she can't jump between two snowy little <laughs> outcrops of rock. That's true. Can she? <laughs> That's very true. Um, yes. 
It took a, it, t- it took my Abbey fifteen minutes to get over that little gap. It only took me two two goes so. though. Two yeah. goes. Yes. I, it literally took me about ten goes. I, I failed the first it. time and then I got it. Now, what is with the jump animation? Like, I I adore this game. Adore it. Really love it. But if I could never ever witness that jump animation again. Yeah. I mean, it looks so weird. Like, Does just it? do it. Like, okay. just do the jump animation. Honestly, just wander around and press. Is it triangle? I think it's a triangle to jump. I think, Maybe. yeah. It's only got about sort of four or five frames of animation, doesn't it? And it's kind of like. It, it just, just looks so weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fortunately, we don't use it too no, often. Thankfully. No, thankfully. Thankfully, not. No. Um, we're going to play as Abu now, and we're going to make our way down towards this, the Jackson compound. Um, they're coming across loads of frozen dead bodies as we go, squeezing through these uh, gaps in in the rocks, which is we're going to see that quite a lot in this game, and that's going to sort of act as like a, a little sort of a way of sort of hiding the load in between between yeah. scenes. You see it a mm. lot in um, Fallen Order as well as Star Wars game. Yeah, the lo- okay. God of War as well does yeah. it. A lot, yeah, and yeah, I can live with that. It's all right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's the same with the uh, the, the sliding down a slope as well. Yeah, that's, that's that's another one that they use quite a bit. Yeah, exactly. I, I never thought about that. That that's why they do that. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. So far, it just seems that it, it fits within the story. <laughs> Well, because yeah. there's a couple I of points where they use it quite well. good to give you like a jump scare at the same time, and yes. so yes. you think yes. it's, it's and it, because it's not every time you, th- then I, I suppose they can use it to mask it, can't they? Because sometimes yeah. there will be one where it's, as you say, there's an event attached to it, but there'll be a, the majority of them are just loading screens or yeah, loading totally. phases. And if you give yeah. you give me the choice between that and a static loading screen with exactly. a press yeah, R one to do it. this, then yeah, I'll take that any day of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Everyone get the little jump scare when you move the the dead body. There's a little dead body that's blocking your way. Yeah, yeah. And you get you you get like this for the first jump scare of the game. Uh, yeah. And then I've got written down here. Yeah, Abby is is intense, and she literally. We get like, we get our first sort of um, we meet the, in the infected for the first time, and Abby is yeah. literally just punching them in the head. Just, mm. just yeah. yeah. It's introducing us to the new melee mechanic, isn't it? Yeah. The, yep. the dodge, dodge, the dodge. And yeah, punch. that's a great addition. Yeah, which- yeah. yeah, it's quite good. Yeah, and, we're all... and, and the prone as well introduces you to the prone mechanic as well, doesn't it? Yeah, we can now go prone. Yeah, yeah. And when we're sort of making our way through to this hut, uh, like I say, she's taken out infected as she goes, and she, she's clearly like supposed to come across as as well trained, like like you said, yeah. Andy, and, and, and focused and capable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, you go through the house again, taking out more um, infected. You can go stealthily through here as well. Um, and you and she comes across the horse tracks, and then it cuts back to Ellie and Dina. Mm. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I mean, this this is this is a tutorial, isn't it? Yes. I mean, it introduces you to managing multiple infected, and introduce it, it's simple encounters which are just getting you back into the swing of things. It's it's effective. It's good. It's it's a nice tutorial, isn't it? Without saying this yeah. is the tutorial. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, um, we get to the viewpoint, um, and I've got my first journal entry here. I don't know if yeah. anyone else had found one up to now. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I got my first one. Again, this is this is good because it tells us it it's the game's way of telling us what Ellie's thinking because 
Yep. Much of this game, well, a big part of this section, Ellie's on her own. Yeah. So we have no way of knowing what she's thinking, what her inner monologue is, without her writing in a journal. So and again, it's, a, it's another way of sharing that with yeah. us. Yeah. And this journal is going to, like they say, it's going to update. She's going to update the journal as as we play. Um, yeah. And yeah, it gets pretty dark the, the more the more we go into it. Yeah. There's plenty, lo- I mean, again, this is, we find loads of supplies in here again. So if, if you've not played the first one, there's a little bit of crafting. It's, it, for me, it's enough crafting. <laughs> um, there's like, if you find a, a few supplies, we can, we can craft later on. We can craft some different types of uh, like traps, um, trip, like trip wires and, and things like yeah. that, but we're crafting med kits. And again, this is just going to introduce you to, to all of that. Um, the only important parts are med kits and arrows. Yes, and then you can upgrade <laughs> those arrows as well for like yep. explosive ones. And trap mines yep. are where it's at, Mads. Trap mines. Oh yeah, the trap mines are amazing. <laughs> I love yes. my bow, mate. I love the bow. <laughs> yeah, I think I must be some sort of pyromaniac or some whoever the explosives equivalent is of a pyromaniac. I just love blowing people up. It's really concerning. <laughs> Oh, okay. And you literally uh, blow people yes. up in this game. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, completely big... in the stealth camp. I've got the bow completely uh, upgraded. I've got stealth completely upgraded. And yeah. I, I work my way around with the pistol uh, silencers and the bow. Yeah, yeah. I will say one of my moans about the first game, it sort of teased it a little bit where you could set traps. I think there was one, maybe mm. two times where you could set the infected onto like hunters and yeah. things like that and this game yep. definitely brings more of that yeah. to the table and, and gives you yeah, the tools totally. to sort of set these traps up which which i like yeah the way you upgrade as well is just slightly different isn't it it gives you tracks and you have to unlock those tracks by finding the training manuals which yes. is quite good it gives it just a touch more depth in that you you often have a, a number of different options when you get enough supplements you often have three. Well, when you get to, you have you actually have kind of five different choices so, as to which one to upgrade. So up to where we've played so far, how many of these upgrade manuals have you found? I think I'm on four. I think four, I have five. Yeah. You got five. Yeah, four or five. I think I have five. But I may be remembering it wrong. There's so one that's explosives. there's one that's still blanked out. I think there might be five overall, but just by judging how much space it's taking up on the menus, or it's like on the option, I think I've got four, and there's a fifth that's blanked out. So I can't yeah. remember. I think I've got them all right now. But yeah, I've because got them all. there's yeah, okay. Not there's this there's the stealth. There's the um, sort of um, explosives and all that yep. sort of mm. stuff, isn't there? There is. Yep. Um, the one for like health kits and like faster, faster crafting type kit. stuff. Fast, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And, and then there's the explosives. Is the final one? Mm, I, I said so explosives. You can get one exploding more. arrows. Yeah, you get exploding arrows. That was the last one mm. that I unlocked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. that's I suppose one thing to be aware of in this game. There are going to be missables. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm. But you know what, though, Jim? The I think those trainer manuals respawn if you don't pick them up at first. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good. They do They do respawn, I think, mm. later in the game as well. Oh, cool. Okay. So if you do miss a first time round, you've got another, you'll get more chances to get them. Okay, well, that's good to know then. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, if, like, certain things that you find, like, um, you as we go through, we're going to find sort of stories that have been left behind by people, sort of diary excerpts and things like that. Are very Resident Evil, almost. Yeah, but a lot of those are going to be missable 
if if you yeah. don't find them whilst you're going through there the first time. Um, yeah. We see the next town, and this is where Joel and Tommy are supposed to be. Uh, and then we get back to the horses. Did everyone realise you could dismount the horses? This is a bit as well. Mm. If you don't try and dismount the horse, there's a key thing that you're going to need later on. So I imagine if you haven't got it, you've got to come all the way back. What's so, that then? So What's if you... Then? If you go into the um, the little shack, the little like caravan wagon shack thing, yeah, I did, I did, I think I did. Mm-hmm. But the it? game actually tells you at that point. Maybe you should have a look around. It does. Yeah. It does tell you. Yeah, it mm. does tell yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few bits here, isn't there? There's a few bits around the town. Yeah, there's a, f- a few supplies. There's some nice dialogue between Ellie and Dina. Um, mm. If you find this moose that's been attacked, or I should say what's left yeah. of a moose anyway, um, and you go moose into the, Yeah. You go into um in, into this building to find out what attacked them. And again, picking up more supplies and uh, and and you learn you think you get taught a quick time move? Yeah, that's new, isn't it? Yes. That's dumb mechanic. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what? I barely used it. No, I don't think I've used it much. Did you guys use it? What one's this now? So you can throw like a brick or some kind of brick or a bottle at Effect. an infected or uh, and stun yeah. them and and it stuns them yeah. for, a, for a brief sec for for about five seconds, at which point you can run in with your melee weapon and insta kill them. The fact that I can't even remember what it was tells you how much I've used it, yeah. Yeah, I've used it a handful of times at least. Um, yeah. It's very efficient. If, you, if you're in a place where you have two or three enemies and uh, you can't do stealth at this point in time, then just stunning one of them and killing them, that makes that encounter a lot easier because you, you, yeah, yeah. if you stun you them, you can more. kill them immediately in, in two yeah. or three seconds. Yeah, yeah. Especially when yeah. you upgrade the... Uh, there's a stealth upgrade, so your finishing yeah. moves are faster. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, there is, yeah. Yeah, and the melee weapons are just badass in this they game. They are, anyway, yeah, they're fantastic. They really are. Yeah. It mixes I... them up a little bit, doesn't it? It's not just sort of yeah. a pipe or a plank of wood. There's no, all sorts great. you can find. They're great, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're so brutal. I mean, <laughs> just that pipe, for example. The, the sound design on the pipe, yeah. it feels so real. You almost feel sick when you listen to that yeah. sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you flinch every single yes. time. It's like, oh, oh <laughs> that's, that skull just cracked. Yeah, the uh, if you if you switch the photo mode on, you can you can obviously you can freeze it and move around. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> I, 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 I've been trying to take photos at the ex- at the moment of impact. It is, oh, no. it, it's, 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 it shows you how much work and goes into these animation yeah. sequences. Mm. It is absolutely yeah. incredible. And there was one of my friends who's big into this game actually, and uh, he I was chatting to him when I was down walking the dog at the beach the other morning, and he was saying so supposedly i think it's now well how long has this game been out coming up for where are we now yeah, 18 years so, yeah, so 80 year and a half yeah, yeah so going on for a year and a half so uh, apparently there's still i think fairly recently there's still been uh, one or two new animations that have been found i think it's like oh, some really? yeah apparently there's a very very sort of um unique sort of set of circumstances that sometimes now and again will give you quite a unique um melee death animation and so okay. i think there's still there's still a few that have that have just only been recently uncovered i think so there's obviously lots of them in there yeah. yes and they're still supporting it aren't they they're still talking about releasing a multiplayer mode for it whether they're going to go down i've seen this talk about going down like that free-to-play route um the multiplayer in the first game was obviously 
sort of very um, micro transaction heavy, wasn't it? Mm. But yeah, no, no, it's, it's good, good to see. Uh, we get Ellie gets attacked at this point. Dina shoots the runner and says, tells Ellie not to get bit. Um, she says she doesn't want to have to shoot her. So we find out that Dina doesn't know that, that Ellie's immune. Yeah. Mm. We event, which again is going to come up later on. We eventually get to the supermarket and we get the first sort of spawn section where we have to mask up. Yeah. Everyone find the safe code. There's like a little yeah. cool little yeah. puzzle where you have to fig- figure out what the who is the employee of the month. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a got it's a dog. It's a dog. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's good. It is. It, it, yeah. I mean, it's not terribly it's, it's taxing, not. but it's yeah. a nice distraction. Yeah, yeah, there's a few more in the game that are good rather than mm. just yeah, 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 yeah. And and the I, I often feel game, actually. Yeah, sorry, Chris. Go ahead. Sorry, no, go on, Matt. I often feel that the, the, that's one of the only criticisms I have of this game is that when it tries to be an adventure game with some puzzles, they're always yeah. so so easy that, that yeah. it doesn't feel rewarding to solve them. I mean, uh, move this here, find that here, read that text on the wall there because that's half of the code that you can, didn't find in there. It's mm-hmm. it's it's so easy that you, you don't get the... The wonderful thing about a, a real adventure game is that you get to feel clever solving the puzzles. Mm. You don't get that here at all, yeah. for my money There's at least. one puzzle in this section which I actually did quite enjoy, and yeah. I'll let you know when we get to it. Mm. But yeah, much yeah. like in the first game, they're very functional. Can I just say we we've, we've totally skipped out on on talking about how wonderful Dina is. I mean, from the from the moment we meet her the first time, she's playing with the kids and she's just such a fun loving and smiling and and, and loving creature. It's a, yeah, she's a, a lovely person. She's just got such a, a lovely person, a good heart. Yeah. She comes across as like more human, doesn't she, than Ellie? Yeah, like straight away, Ellie is like she doesn't. She doesn't like kids. She doesn't want to like interact with the kids or or play mm. with them or anything. Whereas Dina's like that softer, softer side to her, which I yeah. think is going to be more and more important the further we get into this into the game. Yeah, she feels like Ellie's moral compass. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't she? I mean, she's she's the yin to Ellie's yang in some mm. ways, and and that plays out it later in the sections when she starts to disapprove of where Ellie's going with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great, and she's really well played as well. Yeah, she is, and, and really well animated as well. I mean, I even yeah. I find her character model even better than the, than Ellie. Yeah, yeah it's on, on par for me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We get to oh, so we we fallen through the floor here. We find we come we get our first clicker encounter, still as creepy as ever. They the noise of the clickers, yeah, is horrific. Um, but they're not as threatening in this game, are they? No, because not at all. It, they're much simpler to take out. In the first game, yeah. you needed a shiv to melee them, mm-hmm. yeah. um, but here you don't. So you can just take them down, and as long as you're very slow approaching them, yeah. you can even take them down head on. Yeah, so I, I find these the least scary in the entire game. Yeah, yeah these, I, I'm yeah. always quite relieved if it's just these ones you come yeah. across. These ah, it's just the ones a few I've, clickers. Yeah, so I, yeah, I was yeah, actually a bit disappointed. Yeah, because yeah. the they clickers were, were uh, the uh, a terrifying uh, uh, enemy in the first game, but in this game, that's the easiest you've got. A runner is a lot, of, lot worse. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but the noise they make, like when they spot you, like the shriek. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. We end up in this big open area. There's clickers, there's runners. Again, no issues sort of stealthily getting through it. 
and it's just yeah, it's just introducing you to all these different um, game mechanics still very different to my early encounters with the first game if I, if I remember it if I'm remembering it correctly <laughs> <laughs> well that was why I stopped playing the game the first time around was because of these clickers that was the first time that we came across yeah. these and it just they I thought hard. I thought I can't go through a whole game having to deal with this and so that was obviously yeah. when I on the first play I gave up obviously until we came back to it so yeah it was quite nice when you came back to it this time and you, and you there were just far less of an issue and maybe a bit more balanced I think as well they'd maybe yeah learned from that yeah yeah I think you're kind of supposed to feel aren't you that they've been dealing with these these like low level if you like low level infected for the last five years and it's pretty they're, they're pretty easy to to deal with yeah you know one thing doing. that's uh, a lot better in this game than it was in the last one is the uh your companions they are not as stupid anymore so uh, yes the last yeah. game the, the immersion would be completely broken when one of your companions would be running straight ahead and just run yeah. around a clicker and then go hide somewhere and, and it wouldn't notice anything but as soon as you took a breath it, it'll find you <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's much better in this game isn't yes, it? yes much yeah. better much better and it's really satisfying as well if you've got two baddies. It happens with both infected and humans. If you've got two of them and you're and and you're just two of you together, yeah. when you take them out stealthily together, it is really satisfying. Yeah, yeah. You're not. You're not. You, you learn straight away, don't you, that you can do that, and it's a reliable yeah. mechanic. You're not wondering if I go for this, is it all just gonna, is all hell gonna break loose? You've got. It gives you confidence to to in that mechanic that it's going to work which is which is yeah, nice yeah, yeah. Mm. the one thing that did annoy me in this in, in throughout the whole bit as well is it's too quick to offer hints isn't it I mean you can ignore it but you know it comes up yes. that if you're exploring like press L3 for a it takes like, it, it, oh, like okay. three to five minutes and then it says hey you're supposed to go that way but but I'm yeah. just over here exploring. No, no 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 no. You're supposed. Fine. <laughs> but I get. I'm guessing there's there's an option to switch that off because there's there's an option know, for perhaps. pretty much everything in there. So there mm. must be an option to switch that off. I know there's a thing over there that yeah. I need to climb up to. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm they're very aggressive my way. with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, "You really need to know what to do now." <laughs> <laughs> we go through um, this this really impressive snowstorm. So you're following Dina on horseback. You go through this really impressive snowstorm. The sound design is just amazing, yeah. and you, I generally like felt cold when I was when I was sort of trying to chase after Tina. <laughs> um, Ellie loses her, soon finds her though, and then we end up in this this bookstore, um, and we find out that uh, this chap called Eugene was a was a firefly. Mm. Um, everyone see find the giraffe. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So this Eugene has been living in a in a disused school. Um, this we he, find he, he first. was living down in the in the camp as well, right? I mean, yes, that's yeah. So he, yeah, he's, he's basically turned it into like a, a weed den, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we find yeah. a first generator here and, and our first upgrade bench as well. But I don't, yeah, I think I'm not sure you could actually upgrade that much. I don't think we've found that no. much in terms of. No. Uh, I think I upgraded my gun. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit of gun porn here, isn't that? You can really zoom in, and you the, can, the, yeah. the the guns are beautifully rendered in in amazing detail. In fact, you can see the serial numbers yeah. on the guns. I think if you were mm. if you were so inclined, you could spend a long time just pouring over these models of the guns. So gun yeah. porn leading into the re oh, no, sorry. 
sorry. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Eugene's, Eugene's been poring over something else. Yeah. Yes. So, smash, um, bra- smash Brandy's coot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of them. So, oh, um, find this this stash of weed. Uh, they soon light up light up a joint, um, and there's some playful sort of flirty talk between them about the kiss that they had the night before. Dina sort of gives it a rating. And they and then they share a pretty passionate embrace. Um, I was a bit concerned about the the lit ciggy that they just threw. Yes, threw us. Yeah, yeah, you're not the only one. You're a sensible man, Jim. Yeah, I think you know. So let's let's pa- let's be safe. Undressed embrace is safe mm. to say. Let's let's be safe. You know. Yeah, safety fires. People. Yeah, fires. Nothing to be sniffed at. Mm-hmm. It's it's tastefully done though. It is, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it? You it's, know, it's it really could well have been done. a lot more gratuitous. But that's it what we said really about well the first done. game yeah. as well. It's just it handles, I think, and this is maybe it'll be interesting to see to do some of the reading about it all afterwards. But I just think like a lot of the sort of the, the emotional aspects and the emotional scenes of this game, I, I think it's sort of to my eye at least, um, are, are handled kind of both kind of respectfully and very maturely as well. Um, it was the same I when she... So. Uh, I, I absolutely loved the DLC, her relationship with Riley. I think that was one of the... Yeah. Some of the strongest kind of writing and um, kind of most real relationships you've seen in a game ever. And yeah. I think this game... I, I think they managed to kind of bottle that and have brought it over to, to this game yeah. with, with most of the relationships, to be honest. It's yeah. it's really really exactly. good. Yeah. Well, yeah. what's the age rating of this game? Is it's probably eighteen years because of all the violence. I, I I'd assume it's yeah. an eighteen. I think it would have to be. Yeah, I'm yeah. just it assuming has to that. Be 18. Yeah. So, am, am I the only one? I mean, it's it's just me looking at the an American game. Am I the only one a bit flummoxed about the fact that they 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 kept their underwear on? Yeah, but I mean that it had they had it gone there. Yeah, that would have really disappointed me. I think that, that. yeah, would've. I think that would raise an, another argument as such, wouldn't it? Yeah, it doesn't, maybe it's, I think it doesn't this, need this, to this do did that. already, mate. This did already. I'm, I'm, I've got no doubt. Like the imagination, yeah, you can, you can, you know what? Because it cuts away, doesn't it? Before they yeah. get to yeah, Steve. exactly. I, I thought it was well done. I had, I had some problems with it initially, um, but that's because. I just played the first one, so Ellie was still a kid in my mind. Mm. So, so that that made it all all a bit ah a bit iffy for me. But also the way the way that she's depicted still. I mean, she doesn't look fully grown, does she? I mean, she she just still looks like a teenager in some ways. Yeah. So, so I had yeah. a bit of a problem with it actually initially, but uh, I've I've grown grown to really like the uh, the whole thing with the the the, the relationship with Dina and, and all that. So. I think had they got had they got naked, mm. I think I definitely would have had a problem with it. I think you would have crossed over into voyeuristic territory at that point. Yeah, but I think by not by not doing yeah, so, I, I, I don't do, know. Do I, you cross into that every time you watch a movie with some uh, some adults having sex? I mean, you, you don't. I mean, that's just part of a, no, watching a movie, it, and this is very much a movie. Do you know what it is though? I think it's that there's something, and I don't know what it is. There's something about the fact that you've got two people actually acting that. And you've got mm. somebody who sat there and has animated every frame okay. of that. Yeah. And is there something in that that takes me into slightly uncomfortable territory? I, I have no idea. I, do, I don't know, okay. actually. But, yeah, it's... Yeah, I, I've got no 
preference either way. Uh, I was just thinking uh, it was funny. We have a hyper-violent game where you can uh, cut off heads of people and there's blood everywhere, but maybe we are afraid of showing breasts. But it won't show you boobies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's... Like, it it would have been natural. It would have been natural here that at least let them yeah. keep their <laughs> their panties on, but it would have been natural to have some, some breasts here. Yeah. It's hard to... Yeah, I guess with an actor be... playing it, then the, the actor is... They're they're playing that scene out the way they think it should be done. Whereas if it's somebody who's animating it, the person who's animating it is 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 probably very different to the person who is being depicted in the scene. So you've yeah. potentially have got, I would imagine, I'm sure there was lots of female developers on it as well, but there's a very good chance that you would have had probably an older male developer involved at some mm. point in that process of animating a younger teenage girl mm. in those scenes. And you think kind of, is he able to do that effectively and you know is he is he is that his interpretation of what it should be or you know it's it's a it's a funny one it's a difficult one to kind of to to capture isn't it yeah yeah i think yeah. you need to start uh, reading some some anime or some manga mate i mean uh, a lot of those oh, uh, artists prime who, example who depict women with huge breasts and and all that <laughs> no totally they, they're actually female they're not old uh, old men drawing yeah. those characters <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe we should play a hentai game for play no 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 let's, please, please let's not do deal that with it. <laughs> no sorry sorry to have uh, driven us into no, this it, little, little a... corner but it interested me because i thought it would have been much more natural for them to just just take off the blouses and then there would yeah. be breasts of course and, and, and it wouldn't mean a lot to me but of course it means a lot to an american audience yeah we apologise to all our American listeners, by the way. <laughs> I think with a game that deals with these themes, you can't avoid having the conversation, can you? You've got to, mm. you've got to, and you should do. You shouldn't not have the conversation. Yeah, yeah. What I love about the way it handles the relationship between Abby and uh, Abby and uh, sorry, Abby, um, Ellie and Dina is that it just feels very normal. Yeah, and, and of course it is a normal relationship. Of course it's a normal relationship, but. It, it's a re- it's just a relationship. It it's not a gay relationship. It's not a straight relationship. It's just a relationship, yeah, yeah, like exactly. any other relationship. And it feels so natural. And Matt, it, I know you've played this. It it recalled Gone Home for me. Yeah, me too. You know, the relationship there between I think it was Sam and Lonnie, isn't it? The way mm. the way it depicts their relationship is just being any other relationship. Yeah. These this is just two young people who are in love. And I love the fact that the way the game portrays that doesn't make a thing about the fact that they're both girls or both mm. women. Yeah. And it doesn't get gratuitous about it. It's just a normal, everyday relationship of two people who are in love. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I really, think it really it, like that. About and I think it. it shows you the right side of it all, to which they need to show you a certain element of that in order for it to have the emotional impact and view to kind of t- to take that away to know how they feel about each other. Is it, yeah. as you say, you you need to be given an insight into th- these moments in order to to sort of to to be taken along in the emotion and kind of how they will feel about each other, and then obviously subsequently what will happen. Um, in terms of you know how the how they view yeah. each other further down the line, but yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 a fi- a very fine line to tread in how you do that, isn't yeah. it? To to sort of let you in on the let you in on these uh, moments without making you feel pervy, which is what we talked about yeah. with um, Ellie and Riley in the last uh, in yeah. the first in yes. the first game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Whilst all that's going on, 
it cuts back to Abby. She's uh, following the horse track still. No real time for exploring here, and pretty much straight away you're running for for your life uh, as Abby. There's infected everywhere, and there's this horrific section where you're crawling next to a collapsed fence, and you can yeah. just hear screams and runners, and oh, it's awful. Um, yeah, it's very good. Yeah, yeah. Abby gets jumped by one. She's just about to be killed. And uh, Joel and, and Tommy show up. Um, they they take out the runner and then basically we follow them into this room um, with, with some cable cars. Again, you feel the pressure of the situation here and you've got this sort of uh, sequence starts where we have to cover Tommy um, whilst he's trying to get this cable car to a window so we can climb out. A couple, I died a couple of times here. This, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, so, I, yeah. the first this time... Is, this, like, is where, this is where I'm going to again advocate the, the easier difficulty is that i the, this part all played like one continuous sequence because i did it first time which is um, a lot more was, immersive i'd imagine yeah yeah and it was interesting it was just i, I actually made a note at this point uh to, to ask you guys whether that was the case or not because um i was down to in this sort of the cable car station i was down to i, I basically one more hit and i was going to die mm-hmm. and so this this it uh, but then I ultimately it finished literally at the right time and it was a proper sigh of relief afterwards and I thought had I needed to repeat this it would have lost a wee bit of the impact um, so it was just again it was just say I, I you know I think we've all found a difficulty that we like to play it on but it was just to say that um, as kind of as a consequence of playing it on a slightly lower di- or on a lower difficulty it uh, you, you sometimes by, by getting straight through these sequences it does sometimes feel like a proper Hollywood blockbuster scene yeah, yeah, no, I can imagine. I mean, one of the, my deaths I've got written down here is I'd forgotten you can't punch clickers. You cannot no. do that. No, um, you can't. Eventually, you get out. And Tommy introduces them um, introduces them to Abby, and she tells them about her friends up in the lodge that we we saw earlier on. Uh, and she looks really, really. If you could, if you could, like put. Shifty as as a look, <laughs> she she <laughs> looks really shifty, yeah. mm. um, and and it's clearly this is yeah, it's one of the groups. This is what someone who one of these two people you, you kind of feel is is who her groups after. Makes you feel so uncomfortable, doesn't it? Because yeah. you know you're you're controlling Abby, and they've and just saved know, her as well. And you know what she's thinking. You're fighting alongside these people, and you know she's thinking one of these guys, probably Joel. Is the guy that they're hunting? Yeah, yeah. It makes you feel a bit uncomfortable. And yeah, the fact that yeah, oh, they, and as Jim they, said, they they just saved her life, so that that means nothing to her. She, it's, yes, uh, she's not even more yeah. chilling. No, no, she mm. is. She's cold. <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, she's got nothing on her own little psycho. Girl. Oh, absolutely not. No, no. <laughs> our own little, our own little pet psycho. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're then going to cut back to uh, to Ellie and Dina, who are sort of sharing a moment uh, on, on the sofa. Jesse has found them. So Jesse was a character that we met briefly earlier on, I think, did we? Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, yes, 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 we did meet them. Yeah, right, yeah. right back this very, yeah. very briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, Dina's ex. Dina's yes. ex. Current or ex, yeah. Current, yes. uh, no, ex, yeah, ex. Yeah. And also Ellie's ex, I think, as well. Yeah, I think she's had the double, hasn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Tommy and Joel have gone missing um, and they all sort of agree to go on their own way and try and find them. And then it- the panic in Ellie's voice when when, jo- when Jesse tells her that Joel didn't show for his 
appointed lookout place. Yeah. The panic that Ashley Johnson introduces to her voice, so good. Yeah. Um, we're then going to cut straight to Tommy and, and Joel and the people at the mansion. Um, they torch all the infected. The, the, so they get to the mansion. There's loads of infected following them and the, the, the people at the mansion sort of torch all these infected and they all sort of go inside. Tommy introduces himself, as does Joel. And then we just get this horrible moment where you just hear a pin drop, can you? And they all sort yeah. of stop. So and they all just sort of stop to look um, at, at the two of them. And, and Joel just says, it looks like you've heard of us. But I mean, did you like, did oh. you notice I did did they re, did was there any reaction when Tommy introduced himself? I didn't notice one. No, remember it was only when Joe, which, which suggests for later on that they either don't know about Tommy or they weren't in any way interested in him. It's specifically Joel. Which yeah, well, someone else, someone says something later on, um, which I'm sure. We'll but come why would to. they be interested in Tommy? I mean, Joel yeah. is the one who's uh, killed all the fireflies, mm. so why, why they they wouldn't even know about Tommy? And they, they know his name as well. No, so it's just when so it's when it's trying to but, kind but of they piece him take... alive, so he means nothing. No, so we'll get to it in due course. It's more as to really where at what point in Joel's history these guys have come from. That must be. Yeah, from... We don't know that. No, but but that is spoiled later on, of course. Uh, yeah, I mean we well, we do it? know we do know yes we do know that now from the very last part we're going to talk about today, where she's uh, talking to what she called the the last interview. It's one of the, yeah, it's it's the yeah, it's one of the people that's that's part of this group. She's yeah, part yeah. of this group. She's there with so them. In, okay. in the hospital. Um, okay. When she's uh, in interrogating the, the the final person we'll be talking about today. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. She gives the reasons for why Joel had to die. Yeah. Somehow. Okay. Mm. Okay. So yeah, but at this point we did we we didn't know at all. No. no. Nah, but we could guess. I mean, come yeah, on, guys, you, you knew, you knew. You Joel's you, you didn't check. have any doubt, did you? He's oh, definitely not. Life, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, one would have thought though it would have some resonance with the player, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. But then so is Tommy. Throughout the first game, we're told that Tommy's done some yep. pretty terrible. Yeah, things. Yeah, that's what I'm meaning. Yeah, and this yeah. is the point where you realise that they're not in any way interested in Tommy. It's it's purely mm. Joel. Yeah. 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 Um, Abby shoots Joel in the leg. Uh, Tommy again gets repeatedly. He sort of I think he goes for the gun and then gets they they get the gun and repeatedly hit him in the head with it, um, and he's out cold. Joel asks who they are, but they don't say. Presumably, fly fireflies. Yeah, he says. Um, he just says basically, get on with it. And Abby gets this gets, gets this golf club out, um, and, and she says, "You don't have the the luxury of, of a quick death." And then she gets uh, she she gets this golf club and just starts hitting him across, around the head with this club, and oh, it's, this was just yeah horrific. Yeah. You feel every single blow, don't you? Yeah, and they and they are oh, then they don't shy away from. They don't. No. Do you know what I mean they don't cut away? It's there if you if you want to look at it. Uh, yeah. So I think we're all in agreement that we knew this was coming. Hmm. When it yeah. happened, was it less than the same as or more impactful than what you thought it was going to be? How you felt when he died. I was slightly I, less. I, I thought that yeah. when that moment... I knew this scene was going to come and I thought I was going to be holding back tears when I saw Joel eventually die. 
And for whatever reason, it didn't have as much of an impact as I was expecting it to. But subsequently, there's a couple of points later on in the game that had had the made me feel the way I thought this moment was going to. Mm. Exactly yeah. that. I was just going to yeah. say exactly that. I think it was the just how horrific the death scene was that just stopped me having those thoughts of oh my god, Joel's getting killed. Yeah. I, it was later on when when we see him interacting in, in flashbacks where yeah. I had that sort of emotional reaction to it. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, as we talked about offline as well. Yeah, sorry. I was completely blown away by this whole section. These opening, this section of the game is about five hours long that we've just described Mm -hmm. from the start to to this point. It's about five and a half hours for me. I was, I wasn't blown away by Joel's death because I knew that was, I had a good idea that was coming. I mean, a lot of the stuff that we've seen, a lot of the reviews focuses on Ellie without seeing any spoilers. I kind of knew this was going to happen. But I think I was so blown away by the way they did it. This this first part of this game is so incredibly paced. The pace oh, it's of just the breathless, beats, isn't it? It's so good, but you do get those moments of quiet. The bit with uh, Ellie and Dina, the bit in the radio tower. You get these moments of quiet, which just amplify the loud moments. Yeah, it's for me. It's it it border. It's borderline perfect. I think in terms of the way the story's told. And I, I am not embarrassed to say that I had tears streaming down my face. And it wasn't because Joel died, because Joel was the bad guy in the first game, remember? That was my take. He was the bad <laughs> guy. <laughs> I see the bad guy die, and I knew it was going to happen. But I think I was just the culmination of this opening section. I don't know. And even in the... So I played this quite late at night, and even in the morning, I was telling my wife about it. I felt myself welling up again. I was like, I need to stop because, yeah, for me, in my opinion, in from from my eyes, the opening of this game is is amongst the the, the best hours I've ever spent with any game ever. Yeah, I'd happily it, go along it, with that. It, it from a storytelling perspective, in my opinion, I don't think any game has ever told a story as well as this game in the first five hours tells that story. Yeah. I don't think the rest of the game is as good. I think it's great. But those first five hours are immaculate, in my opinion. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I'd second that. Totally. Yeah, nicely put. Um, We're now going to play as Ellie again. Um, we're making our way down towards the lodge. So she's she's basically tracked down the lodge. She's making her way down to it. And when you get inside, you can hear Joel uh, getting beaten. And you kind of know what, what she's gonna you obviously know what she's gonna what she's gonna find. And when you get down to the basement, he's uh, where he's being held, um, she's she's soon overpowered. Abby is told to finish it, meaning uh, Joel. Um, and then we, Ellie watches as Joel sort of gets that final, that final hit, hit in the head with with the golf club, just just savage, brutal. Yeah. Um, Abby wants to then kill Ellie, um, but gets stopped by um, by this character. I don't think, again. I don't think we know his name yet, but it's the one that uh, that Abby was with at some stage. Who is now mm, with yeah. with someone else. Um, Ellie then gets kicked in the head and and knocked out. 
Tommy's alive at this point. Uh, and yeah, gets knocked out. Then we sort of jump forward then to, to Tommy. Um, Tommy's alive, talking to Ellie. Ellie wants revenge, obviously. Um, and that, that is important. That is basically just going to be the, the driving point now yeah. for, for, the, for the rest of this game. And mm. not just revenge, just the, the, the cost of, of revenge. Um, Everyone dies. Everyone must die. That was, <laughs> yeah. that was what or I took any, away at yeah. this point. <laughs> Anyone who gets in the way, there's going to be a lot of death. Um, it's, <laughs> we're, we're talking uh, Nathan Drake numbers. <laughs> oh yes <laughs> <laughs> um, Maria doesn't want them to go so Maria is Tommy's other half she sort of runs Jackson with, with Tommy she doesn't want them to go but she doesn't she doesn't say it to them herself she sort of told Tommy to tell her um, I, I kind of wasn't sure whether Maria was was Ellie supposed to look at Maria as almost like a mother figure? I, I don't know. If if she was, then surely Maria should be here saying all this to Ellie. But he, anyway, um, Tommy points out that, that the people that, that, that killed uh, Joel had Washington Liberation Front patches on their clothing. Tommy seems to recognise recognize the badge. And he asks Ellie for, for, to give him one day. He says he doesn't want... He doesn't want to leave Jackson vulnerable by sort of tasking a, a huge force to, to go and get whoever killed Joel. So he says, just give me a day um, and, and I'll speak to Maria and, and I'll see what we can do. We then sort of cut to Ellie. Uh, she's by Joel's grave. Um, and she, it's like, yeah, it's just, just this really sort of sad moving scene. She's, she just walk and, and, we go from the grave to to Joel's house, and the way that Ellie sort of walks, just she just she's already walking like she's got the weight of the world on her shoulders. I, I thought mm, anyway, yeah. yeah. She gets yeah. So, she gets to Joel's. She's with Dina as well um, uh, at this point, and Dina's sort of their their comfort in her as as they go. And it's presumably we're on our way out of Jackson now. We're going to go via um, via Joel's house. Um, again, just. W, am I the only one who was very, very disappointed narratively in the fact that the only thing that was on Ellie's mind was revenge, nothing else. Everybody Straight had to away, die. Yeah. That was that was all she could think of. At, at at the cost of what? And and she knew what Joel had done. We know that now. She knew what Joel had done, so she knew that this wasn't an innocent man being killed. Mm-hmm. This was a man being punished for some bad stuff he's done at some point in his life. Yeah. So so narratively it kind of broke down for me at that point um ellie went from being the ellie i knew and loved from the first game to being this psychotic killer that we're going to be talking about for the next two days here uh she she just kills everything and everyone it doesn't matter if it's alive or dead or it's an animal or a person everything has to die and she feels no remorse yeah that kind of sucks (laughs) <laughs> narrative yeah. for me at I least. think there must be you sort of try to find ways to justify I, I think there must be so many confused emotions in the sense that mm. as you know you know because she the guilt that she must be carrying as a consequence of what Joel did to keep her yeah. alive and now he's dead and so it's almost as though it's maybe that was the one thing that was kind of holding her together in some respects he was almost mm. the sort of the 
just the the sticking plaster that I I mean she's obviously uh I th- I think you know the more you play the more you play the game I think there's uh, you know there's some pretty I'm trying to think of the right word to use but you know there's some pretty uh some violent te- some seriously violent tendencies in her and oh, yes. you know I mean, she it's a lot of this stuff comes very naturally to her she's not fighting against she's not trying to hold back with anything she she is no, no, just no, no, no. You know, like see the 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 corks come out the bottle and it's not going back in now that Joel's no, no, dead. She, she kills everyone and there is no sign of remorse anywhere. Even no. there are some scenes where she you get to hold somebody and she just kills them. There's there's no nothing there. I mean, it's, Ellie has uh, one stage of grief. Yes, yes. Psychosis. <laughs> yeah. No, but you wonder to, to was me, it the, the narrative kind of breaks down there? But I have to read it as Ellie is now. She's over the edge. She's oh, she's not unhinged. In control. She's, yeah, she's, she's totally unhinged and she's crazy. Yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. how I have to play her. And that kind of grinds the wrong way with the whole relationship with Dina. That should draw her in the in another direction for a want for more stability. There is a revelation coming later on that should have meant that okay, we're going to leave Seattle. We're going to go home right now. That doesn't happen. She just still wants to kill everybody. It, it's yeah. it's um, the narrative breaks down there. So so I'm, I'm with you, Chris. These first five hours they were brilliant but the storytelling kind of falls apart later on i i agree i i, I definitely agree i think it's I, I wouldn't go as far as to say it falls apart but there are definitely some dissonances mm, yeah. i think between parts of ellie you see and then other parts which you you kind of have agency over definitely I agree with you, Matt. I think the only way I could reconcile it in my mind is that she's she snapped. Yes, this exactly. is her. Like she, she's yeah. gone. You, yeah. you know, and and I wish I wish they'd actually committed to that because if they did, it might have just made it a bit more coherent. But yes. there are parts, yeah. particularly on the journey to Seattle, on day one, where she's joking around with Dina. And mm-hmm. you think, oh, it doesn't quite chime. And she doesn't really grieve for Joel. She, as you say, man, she just wants to kill everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I read an interview with Neil Druckmann, and one of the things he said that one of the themes they really wanted to explore with this is the cycle of violence mm. and the fact that one violent act begets another violent act, which begets another one, which begets another one. And where does it end? Who ends it? Somebody at some point needs to say, that's enough. Yeah. yeah. And, and actually watching The Walking Dead recently, Kind of picked that up in about season nine, just after spoilers, just after they um, capture Negan, mm-hmm. and actually Rick at that point takes the decision that he doesn't want to kill Negan because he wants to stop yeah. that cycle of violence. So it feels like a bit of a thing that a lot of people who write post-apocalyptic fiction have to battle with at some point. Is mm. at one point does the violence stop and the next stage starts? But this is all about the cycle of violence. Joe was being hunted. Who's the good guys? Who the bad guys? Who knows? At this point, yeah, they're probably both a bit of both. Um, but Ellie is by all means set to continue this cycle of violence now, and she has nothing else on her mind. Yeah, nope. yeah. The, For now, oh, yeah. I was going to say when you went into Joel's house, did you did you find it quite poignant? Some of the moments inside I Joel's did, house, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a there's a nice moment there where. Um, she um, she goes in. Ellie goes inside and picks up Joel's watch. Yeah. Um, the, and the one gone. that. Yeah. So there was all there was ones that sort of the game directed you towards and you could interact with. But the one that really got me. Did you see what was sat on his bedside table? There was this the um, there was a picture. There was a, a picture book on the dresser of Joel and Ellie with the horse. 
There was, yeah, on his bedside table. I thought it was clever in two ways. So it, it was a book titled, I think it was An Idiot's Guide to Space. And so obviously he <laughs> knew that Ellie was into space and obviously yeah, as a way to try to. and sort of, and just come back to what you were saying there, Mads, where it's just, it's a dad trying to find some kind of olive branch or some sort of common interest that he mm-hmm. can reach out to her and try and kind of, but but next to it, next to the book was... Um, like a pair of reading glasses as well, which I just kind of like, just kind of really hit home with me because you thought, you remember him from the first game as being sort of this, you know, still very much in his prime, this sort of, you know, strong, yeah, yeah. Uh, sort of f- physically capable, very physically well, able guy. He was wasn't he, when we first met him, yeah. Yeah, and now you sort of, you just sort of, he, he's that little bit more older, more grizzled, a bit more battered, and age is catching up with him, and well, many aspects of his life have now obviously caught up with him but it was just I just find it really poignant the combination of the book sat there that obviously was for him to try and connect with Ellie but just the fact that there was a pair of reading glasses next to it as well and you just picture him in bed this sort of he's not this kind of yeah you know the chiseled jawed action hero with his checked shirt on he's tucked up in bed with his reading glasses on reading about space trying to find something (laughs) to kind of relate to Ellie with and I just thought that was a very clever point it was nice there was a a missable scene in here as well. Did we all find the, um, basically the, Ellie finds his jackets and isn't a little yeah. scene where she sort of ruffles through the jackets and, and smells his, his jackets. Mm. Yeah. I'm good. guessing that that's missable. Um, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't sort of yeah. directed. To I'm keeping his revolver for Abby. Mm. That mm. is for her. She is going down with that. It's the whole, the whole that people leave, isn't it? When they go. Yes. You know, that's what it mm. speaks to. Yeah. You know, as she's walking around, like his glasses are still on the bedside table, you know, that the the gaps left yeah. behind. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, it was good. It was very good. Um Maria's downstairs. Tommy's already left. So he asked for a day to sort of get things in order and he's he's already gone. He's gone ahead of her. Um says that she knows she can't stop Ellie from going, so she's gonna let her take one of the horses and some ammo and tells her to bring Tommy home in one piece. The writing here is absolutely superb. Yeah. Maria is brilliantly acted mm. as well. Yeah. So she's so tough. And the dialogue's so snappy and the acting is so good. Yeah. Wowzers. Yeah. So as I said earlier, like I was like I wasn't sure if Maria was supposed to be like this mother figure to Ellie. Ah, she's um, badass, yeah, isn't she? So tough. Um, but then the screen cuts out, and we are into Seattle day one. Yes, we're getting there. We are. We're getting there. Almost two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so much waffle. Um, the first thing we see, we've got this stunning lush green forest. Ellie and Dean are on horseback sort of talking about their past. We've got squirrels running around all over the shop. Um, climbing up trees, there's bird song, and it, it just feels like nature and the planet's sort of wild again. There was like the hints of it in the first game where, you know, we saw that, but we're actually out there in, in the wild now and it feels like yeah, the planet is, is sort of is recovering from from years of, of humans do, doing what humans do. Um, and it feels like each branch and each individual blade of grass is, is individually animated as yeah, well. I know yeah. it's not, but it's it's so good yeah. when you look at how the how nature moves in this game. Yeah, when we end up on the we end up on the freeway, don't we, with the grasses sort of bursting up through it and yeah. 
Yeah, yeah very, very special. So shout out, special shout out to whoever animated the horse's backside that you see a lot. Yes. I mean, you see the muscles move, you see the tail, it's, it's so beautifully done. Yeah, oh, I mean, I've fantastic. not played Red Dead. Red mm. Dead 2 gets a lot of plaudits for its horses, doesn't it? Because of the, the, the animated balls and everything. Yes. But, <laughs> okay. <laughs> have horses ever looked this good in video games? The horses look incredible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can see the shine on their coats and everything. Mm. It's, yes. Yeah, you can see the, the veins in their legs, everything. It's just, it's so cleverly done. It's, uh, yeah, it's very, very good. Yeah. As we go through, we find the trailer. Um, did everyone realise you could dismount the horse again? You find the map inside yes. the trailer. Yeah, found the mm. map, yeah. 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 You could miss the map, though, presumably. I presume you could, yeah. I think this is mm. the bit that I was thinking about earlier on, where you could miss could- it, yeah. Because the well, map you'd, you'd is... You'd need that map for that tiny little... You would need yes, it, so you'd have section. to come well, you all the way back for it. You wouldn't need it, though, would you? I mean, yeah. you could get through that section without it. Could but you? if you didn't yeah, have perhaps. it, you'd miss loads. Yeah, you would. You would. Yeah. Mm. There's a few uh, military vehicles that you can check over, but it's mostly sort of a bit of platforming, getting used to that in these sort of early earlier stages. You're making your way over this wall to try and open the gates so that Dina and the horse can come in after you. Um it, so there's a few like little switch puzzles basically you have to find a switch for the gate but there's no power for the switch no sign still of these people or that the attacked um attack joel um we've got to find a generator and plug the cable into the gate and then you need to throw the cable over the fence to get to the next main gate using the codes that we found earlier and it's all pretty mm. straightforward and it? it feels a little bit I suppose busy work. I don't, I don't know. But it's not Monkey Island, is it? It's, it's definitely not Monkey <laughs> Island. No, no. <laughs> and then we're making our way over to the um, Sarah Vena Hotel. Is that how you pronounce it? Sarah Vena Hotel. Yeah, mm. something like that. And we basically got to find some uh, fuel to power the generators so we can open the gate, get Dina and the, and the horse through. Um, and we get this like open first sort of like open world part of. Yeah. to Seattle and we're marking the map as we go which I thought was a nice little touch yeah I love this bit yeah I spent about eight hours <laughs> yeah I spent a huge amount of time easily brilliant. done I spent ages <laughs> ages looking for I thought I'd covered all these buildings and when you said we'll cover later on I'd, I couldn't believe I've missed it because I spent ages checking all these buildings yeah um, so you find the revolver and you're basically sort of directed to head towards the building with this green dome on the top, which is the, the old ration centre. Just behind that, we're going to find this this fuel depot, um, like a synagogue, I think it is. Um, there's yeah. a few runners and a clicker inside, but you go in, you find the fuel dump's empty, but you pick up this jerry can. And this, this made me chuckle because <laughs> as, as you're going through the game, you obviously picking up ammo for for all your weapons, and um, and there's there's times that come along where you can't pick up any more ammunition. Oh, obviously, you can only carry the ammo that you can sort of put your in. Po- your pockets your, are full. Yeah, but why doesn't she use this? Why doesn't she? I know why because obviously they don't want to give you yeah. too, have you carrying too much ammo for the game to make it to break it and make it too easy. But she can carry this jerry can around in a backpack, and, <laughs> but can't put a few spare <laughs> spare few bullets in there. Just yeah, maybe chuckle or, or, or yeah. a bandage or a bandage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But at the same time, um, is, is it the same the same kind of thing breaks down. That's where the game gets gamey. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you yeah, can't totally, carry too yeah. much ammo. Yeah. What about the fact that 
ammo is found in one or two rounds spread around everywhere. I mean, <laughs> here's here's a completely empty building, but in that drawer over there, there'll be two rounds for a revolver of exact the same type, know, exactly the yeah. same type that you have in your pocket right now. And it, I mean, when you shoot people who are aiming at you with a rifle, sometimes there's no ammo there. No. They, they've just been shooting, I mean, endless amounts of rounds at you, but yeah. you shoot them and there's no ammo there. I mean, that's where the game breaks down and becomes a game. I mean, this is this yeah, is a yeah, beautiful totally, yeah. storytelling uh, and a beautiful setting, but it has to be unrealistic to make it a game sometimes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah totally. We've got to cut it some slack, though. Yeah, you? exactly. I, mean, I, I know exactly what you mean. I thought that there's the sections when, you know, how many years post, so the infection was 2013. This is, was it like 30-odd, 40 years after, like, outbreak day? I think this is it's supposed, to be, time, this supposed to be 25 years 20, after or something, 20 something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's about 20 something. Yeah, well, yeah. you would have thought, how is there any material still left around after <laughs> yes. 25 years? <laughs> yeah. Surely. Exactly. The and, and the only thing that is still left around is ammunition. Every, yeah. here and or there. energy bars a random energy yes, bar yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. on the counter of some desk because nobody's seen that <laughs> yes. for 25 years it's yeah. absolutely it's as daft as a brush isn't it when yeah. you think about it like yeah. that but you've got to you've got to you've got to go sort of see through, through through all that yeah. you really yeah. 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 yeah we're gamers aren't we I mean we you know we play we play Pac-Man with running around mazes with little ghosts after us so we can <laughs> uh, we, we can do this we can yes did you guys find the bank Yes, in the, in did, the yes, I did. Yes, I did. Somebody had uh, planned a, a bank robbery. Yeah, I mm. love the fact On that the, these day. little, these little self-contained, almost like vignettes, aren't they? That mm. you can go in and you get these little stories about what the bank was, and there was a bank heist that had yeah. gone wrong. On, on outbreak day. Of all days. On outbreak yes. day, these, yes. guys, these criminals <laughs> planned on outbreak day to go and raid this vault, and mm. they left one of their guys in there. Yes. They locked him in. Well, that's because he, he turned, this. or he was turning. So, <laughs> do you, have you got the shotgun, Jim? Yes, yeah. Was it Where in there? Was it? Oh, I must, yeah. have, I must have. I must have found it then. So, yeah, the best bit about the bank was the fact that John, I found this ring, this old engraved ring in the safety deposit box, and it popped an achievement, and it was an achievement that John V, good old John V, hadn't got. <laughs> yes. And he's furious about it as well. <laughs> and he's not happy. <laughs> And that was that was really cool. But yeah, the the nice thing is about this open world section is you get these little self-contained vignette-like stories that are completely missable. But I spent literally about six or seven hours going from building to building, mm. finding all these things. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, I at this point I ended up in the courthouse without really realizing. Um, yeah, that can happen. Yeah, I, I, there's a few okay. runners and a clicker in there. That don't really cause you any issues. And then eventually you get to this point where you drop down into a flooded basement garage. Um, all you've got is a torchlight and then there's runners and clickers to sort yeah, of take care good. of. Yeah. yeah. Um, you didn't find the music shop, did you, Jim? I didn't, mate. No. Was this at the point where the music shop would have been? Is it? Because I. So I've seen that bit, but I watched it on YouTube. So I. Yeah, I lost a little bit of the the impact that I suppose it would have had, but it's it's a lovely scene, isn't it? It's a lovely scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you did you guys find the music shop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mads, I think I did, but uh, tell me about it. 
So she picks up the guitar in the music shop yeah. and she she sings Take On Me by Aha, the acoustic version. Yes, I heard that. It's Did you second, read anything into that it? Me crying. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, likewise, I, I said this to you in the message that my room got very yeah. dusty at that point. Yeah. But <laughs> Did you read anything into it, the, the, the choice of song and who it well, might be just for? That- and. She says, doesn't she, do you remember that night round the bonfire? Mm. Yeah. When I sang this. Yeah. And she starts playing this. So there was obviously a moment which we hadn't seen between the two of them where she'd obviously played this song around the Jackson bonfire. Yeah. yeah. And Ellie and Dina had 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 a moment while she was singing it and she, she was kind of repeating it. So Again, you think you know, it was, if anything, it was between her and Dina rather than her and Joel? Yeah. There was nothing. There was no involvement with Joel in there? No, no, I, I took it that it was completely between her and Dina. Yeah. But again, the facial animation, the way the look, the way Dina looks at her, oh man, it it just melted me completely, yeah. melted me. And I've listened to this that version of that song because it's on Spotify. Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, nice. Yeah, there's a, there's an album on Spotify, The Last of Us uh, covers and rarities, mm. or something cool. like that. Joel's yeah. cover of Future Days is on there as well. And <laughs> s- yeah. sung by Ashley Johnson. Sung by Ashley yeah. Johnson, yeah. Yeah, and what a talent. And if, you, and if you like Ashley Johnson's singer voice, she has a Bandcamp page as well where she does acoustic covers of old and modern pop songs, which oh, is nice. quite good. Oh, I need to check it out. Yeah, she's got a lovely voice. Yeah. Did yeah. I mention I'm in love with Ashley Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the um, the clip on, on YouTube? There's, so there's a, a clip on there of them actually like recording, uh, yeah. recording her singing it, um, yeah, playing the guitar, and then there's there's someone uh, playing the role of Dina in front of her. Yeah, it's really nice. Oh, okay. Really nice. Yeah. It's amazing, yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. post-game content for me. Mm. Yeah, for me too. <laughs> Just it, it was a very emotional moment for me. Yeah, fantastic. Really, really nice. Yeah. Um back in in the uh, in the garage, the flooded garage, then we find the gas that we're that we're after for this generator after we clear out the room and then you get out via this this shutter that's in there, you find a key for the pet store in one of the buildings. Yeah. And there's a jump scare where a, a brunner bursts out of the toilet. <laughs> and then yes. Dina, Dina has a, a nice little quip and she says how, how do they get into these places and it's so <laughs> <Yeah>. true <laughs> so true did you guys find the long gun holster in the pet store yes allows you to yeah. kind of equip two guns at once yeah, yeah two long yeah. guns yeah. did you, you find the van that's been ambushed where there's a note from so this character called Isaac um, yes. And he was on yeah. a federal wanted list and I thought yeah. at that stage is this the guy that was with Abby so we don't know his name yet. No, but I, I was, no. I put a little question mark. Is this who was with Abby? Um, We're slowly but surely being introduced to this whole faction, aren't we? The yes, WLS. The WLS. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We get back to the. He, he's the leader. Yeah, we get back to the gate and fill the generator up. You then put the code in and and you through. And there's a big wolf mural on the side of the building. WLF stands for wolves. Yep. Yeah. Um, you end up then the next sort of bit is at the Seravina Hotel loads of infected here but more importantly the wolf group that we've been tracking are here as well um, with bullets in them we don't know who's put the bullets in them but we're pretty sure it's Tommy um, hmm. 
We make our way upstairs, and yeah, it turns out it was Tolly, Tommy. And he, and he recognises uh, that one of the henchmen that's been tortured has, has been tortured, and he was he was doing something that Tommy was known to to do when he was in the Fireflies, and he was getting them to to sort of uh, he was using them against each other. So one had getting one of the the these henchmen to say something and if one didn't back it up then he'd torture them um, and we yeah. get this this other gate code and it looks like we're, we're not actually that far behind Tommy given the mm. fact that he had a day's head start on us Yeah. and then the next thing you know oh, you get back on the horse and my word did a jump there's a this huge bang um, yeah. and god yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's yeah, a, a landmine yeah yeah. Poor old horse. Massive jump. Poor old horse. Yeah. Shimmer. Yeah. Um, Dean has thrown from, from her horse and Ellie's knocked out again. So surely like, she's got to be having some severe concussions by now. You would have, <laughs> you would have thought. Um, when she comes around, Dean has escaped um, and Ellie's being held by one of the guys that was there when Joel was killed. So one of the people that was in this group, these this this group of people that was tracking Joel, he's, he's there. Um, Actually, it's a, it's the guy who cut her, right? Ah, was yeah. it? Oh, okay, I mm. didn't mean. Yeah. Ah, okay, so yeah. In that first account- encounter, uh, one of the guys cuts uh, Ellie. Uh, or is oh, it the okay. other way around? Sorry, Ellie cuts this guy. Sorry, that's how it is. When she tries to fight back, she cuts him with a with a knife. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, he recognizes her at this point mm. and, and and threatens to kill her. At this stage, one of the other wolves comes in. He's been speaking to to this Jesse character, um, and orders are to kill all trespassers. At this point, you sort of make out Dina on this glass roof yeah. above you, yeah. um, and and. She sort of she takes out uh, one of them. It's like proper badass, but then ends up falling through the roof. We get like this little yeah. little QTE section uh, with Ellie as Dean is fighting off this other wolf, and then Ellie really brutal sort of death scene stabs him in in yeah. the neck. Yeah, but again, it's I it's, it was nice that we're seeing Dina. She's not just there as like a as a hanger on, if you like, she, she is there to, she, she is there to, to help Ellie and, and to get her through this. She, she is capable. She's not just mm. there as like an emotional support. So you yeah, say there's there, no damsels in this game. No, no, no. So you say there are QTE events. They're not really, because they're, they're, they're not like when we played, uh, oh, what was that horror game? Um, no, no, it's not, until but it's dawn. not, um, until dawn though. No, until dawn. No, it's it's just button mashing. Mash the uh, the square button. Yeah. That's that's yeah. what you need to do every single time, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I think you can change that actually in the options where you can turn those things off. Oh, no, can you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, you make your way through a school next, taking on the wolves as you go, um, and they refer to each other by name. Yeah, so like that's new, which, isn't it? which yeah. I thought is just adds a little bit more of like realism to it, doesn't it? You take one out and it's such and such is dead. Um, yeah. Again, oh, it's yeah, that that's really cool. That yeah, that, it's actually. I mean, it's a small thing, but it actually is a big thing in humanizing mm. these people who yeah, totally. are just wandering around. You know, when you hear, "Oh my God, no, not Ian." Yeah. You know, you, it does make a difference. Yeah. 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 It does, yeah. Oh, it's great. You can hear them sort of trying to communicate tactics as well. And they're like, mm. you know, things like, you know, Chris, I'm going to try and flank her and stuff like this. It's really cool. 
Yeah. yeah. They're not... And when you're on the roof of the school, you hear them say as well, check under the AC units. Mm. And where was I? Prone, lying <laughs> under the AC units, waiting to, to jump out. And they do. They start looking under again. I mean, it's mm. it's very believable yeah. the way this is done. Yeah. And they do change their tactics. If you hide under... I found that if you hide under something once and then you get out again... If they spot you, but you manage to hide again, then they then check under every single one, which obviously allows you to vary up your tactics and do something different. Mm. Yeah. But but that said, even though there are much more variety to the to the combat, I still found the AI of the humans just to be not great. And there were times when I was basically standing in front of them and they wouldn't see me. There was times when I felt like I was behind something and they would see me. Yeah. There were. This was the first real protracted human encounter this in the school and and onwards then into the town. Oh the town and, is, uh, is is horrible. I mean, well there's two towns there's one on the way to the TV the hillside or hill, hill hillcrest. Yeah that was yeah. that was um, the the Philadelphia of this uh of this game. Yeah. Up to now the Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. The Pittsburgh of yeah. this game. Pittsburgh. Yeah and it, and it's still for me it's still not great. I mean, fighting the infected is fabulous. It still feels so good. And, mm. But fighting the humans still oh, isn't... I, 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 love, the, the I, I prefer the humans. Of, I love the fighting the humans. The amount of you needed to, to kill in, in Hill... Did you say Hillcrest? Was that what it was called? Hillcrest. The Hillcrest. amount of humans you had to kill there. But we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that part. Yeah. I, I have something to say. That was my by far my least favorite part of this game from, yeah, for I'm, multiple reasons. Again, I've got the aim assist on. And I think that's that's how I'm enjoying mm. it a lot more because of that. I think Amos. I hadn't shot a gun at this point. I think I hadn't fired a gun once in the whole game. Really? Oh, okay. Not impressive. No. What? Why did you enjoy it so much, Andy? What was it about it that you enjoyed of the human combat? Uh, it's a combination of things. I, I think just the the mechanics. Um, it's an improvement on the first one, undoubtedly. But it is definitely an is, Yeah. For whatever reason, and I was saying, I have just got this really, really deep-rooted need for revenge in this game. This is how this game has made me feel. (laughs) You've bought into it. Yeah, totally. And it's just, I want to make every one of these people pay because it's, you know, you were kind of, I think you were on the cusp of what could have actually been, you know, all, albeit it was a bit of a, it was... You know, it was a, a a false dream, but everybody was living fairly nice lives in a, a pretty horrible world, and all of that's gone now, or largely gone now, obviously with the death of Joel. And uh, I don't know why. I, I just feel very, very motivated by the death of Joel. Joel was my boy. As now it's like, you take out... You, they've messed with Joel, so, it, you know, all bets are off from this point onwards. But <laughs> it's largely because the, the, I, I think, like you were coming... You, you, you mentioned it earlier... It's a combination of the the audio effects, the um, the animations, everything about the combat is it's just so so visceral. And there's games where the combat forms a far bigger part of it than what it necessarily what it need. You know, there's a lot of the this game where you wouldn't necessarily, if you want to play it stealthily, you can do. So I I, I love the fact that this is almost. Um, and it, I think there's a combination of playing it on light as well plays a big part in it is that I've generally speaking you go through these really nice peaks and troughs where you'll come into a big encounter generally fully stocked and then by the end of it you've basically emptied out everything yeah. that you've got and then 
but between that and the next big encounter, you find enough, as long as you're scavenging, you find enough supplies to basically pretty much max everything back up again so that you yeah. feel, you don't feel the need to play it particularly stealthily. If you want to go in guns blazing, you can do. But um, I, I just kind of really love the, you can sort of be quite tactical about it by placing trap mines along the various channels where you know that they're going to rush at you from and then you yeah. can throw something at them to get their attention and then they're coming running towards you and then a trap mine will take out one of them Boom. and then as the other one comes running around you can sh- I've got a scoped rifle as well so you can take them out from quite a distance and all this sort of stuff so it, it's a game that by the sounds of things plays fantastically well whether you play it from a sort of a stealthy perspective or whether you do want to go on the sort of the take the route one front door approach you can do that as well and it's it's equally satisfying there is loads of variety actually one of the things it has improved upon is the amount of variety you you have got if you do want to engage with the combat there are so many different ways you can do it yeah you know whether it's just straight up shooting or you just the trap mines you know you can go prone you can hide in the grass there is a lot of different things that you can do and that it definitely has improved on. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back to where we are. Um, Ellie and Dina stop to look at a photograph, and it's of someone called Leah. She's been told to go and set up a post at the TV station, so that's where we're headed off to next. Did everyone find the Halloween shop at this point? There's a little yeah, Halloween shop. Yeah, that yeah, Dina yeah, makes yeah. A, comment. a good yeah. throwback. It is, yeah, nice, yeah. Dina says how, uh, how it's funny looking and Ellie says she's not a fan. Um, obviously, yeah. it, all, <laughs> it didn't end up very well last time they were in a, nope. in a, in a Halloween store. Nope. Um, I had some interesting dialogue with a wolf in this section. Um, I shot him three times, but he didn't die. And instead, he, he begged for his life and, and he asked to be spared. And you get this mm. choice to to strike him with your weapon. Um, I'm guessing everyone got that choice, did they? It wasn't yeah. like, yeah, yep. yeah. And everybody yeah, I can't remember if him. it was specifically without. But I think that can happen with other characters as well, can't it? It's oh, because um, I've, I've never been given. Yeah. So I've had other enemy characters say, "Wait, stop!" But yeah. I've never had that sort but of it, it choice, very... that physical choice. To actually take them out or let them yeah, go. Yeah, I've had it, I think, you get that three, two, or three or four times, times now. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I yeah. thought that was fully scripted because you, you also often get a, a remark from Dina afterwards. Yeah, quite possibly, yeah. Because mm. there was one later on where I somebody ran at me and I basically tried to shoot from the hip and missed them. And it obviously shot close to their head. And it was just really well. The way, it, it was just really cool the way it played out, and it was almost as though I'd given them a, a a major fright, and he kind of collapsed to the ground and kind of crouched almost down in the fetal position, and was basically um, begging for their life again. But mm. clearly, I wasn't clearly I wasn't going to spare him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think there was the uh, there was the, the the first one. I think is is the one where, as you say, you've got the option to do that, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, obviously, Dina says, says something like "damn, Ellie" or something like because yeah, it was exactly. it was yeah. um, Maupin, uh, Alex Maupin was in our Discord. He was saying that he had to he had to re- reload the previous checkpoint. <laughs> he said he felt so bad about basically somebody was on their knees begging for their life, and he basically killed them. And he said he felt mm. so bad that he had to reload the previous checkpoint. <laughs> mm. Again, it's Dina acting as the moral compass, isn't it? Saying, yeah. "Damn, Ellie, yeah. what are you doing?" Yeah. But he's could- uh, She's the guy from. She's she's almost like the guy from Disco, isn't it? What was the name? The uh, 
Oh, the, the, the police um, partner, yeah. Ken, yeah. is it Ken? Disco Elysium. Ken, Ken Kitsuragi, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's what she's like, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you look in your uh, Ellie's journal, you can already see that she's she's struggling. The journal's yeah. already starting to just descend into, into ramblings. Um, yeah. I found the third upgrade branch in the coffee shop just after this bit. And then yeah. this is where I found uh, there's this section near the bank. They get lots of the patrols, but there's infected that you can let out of the building and deal with all the all the patrols. Mm. I totally found it totally by accident. Um, I got the first the first time I was playing it. I went out, got spotted by the patrol, tried to run, went under a shutter. Then I got... Then I ran into some infected, ran back outside, soon died. But then I realised I'll go in, open the shutter, get the, the infected, and they came out and took out the patrol. And then I was able yeah, to go up into the building. I, I love that sort of stuff. It was nice. Brilliant, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, And it feels emergent, doesn't it? I think I said this when you wonder messages. In this game, some of the combat does feel emergent. It feels like... A lot of it does feel scripted and it's meant to happen. But some of it, you can create these encounters and it feels like... Was I meant to do that, or does that happen to everyone? Because it feels like this has played out differently and uniquely for me. It's yeah, it yeah, feels like really yeah, cool it feels like you could deal with that that sort of scenario, that area yeah. in in multiple ways. You could totally miss if you're not. I mean, it yeah, if you, yeah, it's not dishonored. Like you know what mm. I mean. In that, there are so many ways in which an encounter no. can play out, but it it does feel as at times when there are different ways in which you can do it yeah. and. Sometimes it feels like, oh, I kind of feel like I've triggered this by accident. Yeah. That's very cool when that happens. Yeah. Um, when you get through to the other side, and we're almost at the uh, the TV station now, and there's a section with traps that have been placed. Um, yeah. Reminded me a little bit of Bill's Town, this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, she actually uh, Ill, she Ill meant, tells uh, Dina about Bill's yeah. Town. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, and you can you can it's really cool that you get you can get the infected to trigger the traps. Mm. So yeah. yeah, you can like throw a That's bottle. What you meant or, to do, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you throw the little mm. bottle, and the infected will come and, and trigger the traps. Um, Who set the traps though? The wolves, we assume. Yeah. Assume, yeah, mm. yeah. I don't know, but with them, we find Tommy's horse that's been eaten by infected, um, and we go through a booby-trapped forest section. Um, Eventually, we get to the, like, the stairs section. We climb up the stairs where you've got to detonate the traps as you're going up the stairs. This is, this is pretty gamey stuff, isn't it? And we're, just we're, the one thing there, Jim, sorry, just one point that you missed there mm. is where we first see, in this section, we see the first graffiti for the um, the Seraphites. Mm. So we see a we graffiti do, yes. of the lady, and it says, feel her love. Yes. Yeah, they comment upon it, don't think, feel her love, what's this? Yes. And it's the first little, and some of the notes that we find around here as well are starting to, uh, the, the people who are writing about you know religious zealotry, and there's, some of this is starting to come through in the notes. So we're starting to think, is there another faction here at play? That's right, yep. yeah. And of course we know there is. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're throwing bricks at these traps so we can climb, set the traps off and, and climb the stairs. You make it to the TV station. And there's another wolf that's been shot and Ellie makes a comment about Tommy being brutal. But he's not doing anything that, that she isn't doing. No. <laughs> so. And is it Tommy? Well, this is it. We presume it's mm. Tommy, don't we, that we're following? At this point, we yeah. do, yeah. 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 Uh, 
inside the TV station. It appears to have recently sort of been abandoned. Except for there's a sign that's been painted on the wall. There's five or six bodies that have been hung. Um, and Ellie and Dina say that it's, it's a message. And then Ellie says that this this isn't Tommy. Mm. No. Yeah. No, and it's not. And this is like this is just a really uneasy. Like you're in this. The, bo- the bodies hanging from. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. It's so good. This yeah. atmosphere wise, yeah. this is great. Yeah. See this. This is like compared to the little towns and everything. When you're wandering through and you get a little bit kind of over the kind of searching through the drawers and everything, don't you? Because there's a lot of that in this yeah. section. A lot of it. But when you see these like set piece locations, like the TV tower or the hospital, and and it, like it's so creepy with the bodies hanging down, and it feels really real. Yeah, and you're just waiting oh, on you. You just like you're on tender hooks, just waiting for it all. Like, oh, and what's her breathing. Happen? Have you noticed like the sound of her breathing? It gets more rapid as well as you get into the when you're in the encounters, but also when she's getting it when you get into like a main story being mm. like this. Like you can hear her breathing becomes heavier, and you can hear it. Yeah, it's just yeah. yeah. Now it's good. Um, and then we have a patrol arrives. I managed to take out a few of the patrol quietly, but I'm guessing you're eventually going to get spotted at this point. Yes, and then you, yeah, whatever you do, you then you've got to follow Dina on your way out. As more and more patrols are going to arrive, and eventually you end up sort of having to make a run for it. Yeah, I just legged it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you end up in um, in these tu- in some tunnels that you uh, that you lock yourself into. I think you need to run here. I mean, there's no yeah, way yeah, of killing end, everybody, yeah. is there? No, 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 no. Dina tells you to run in the mm. end. She screams, run, and then, yeah. yeah, you just leg it. Yeah. Yeah. And you drop into these tunnels, and it just feels really, like, claustrophobic, like, straight away, doesn't it? And it's, oh, you've got loads of infected and patrols here. Um, I went to the left, I think, at this point. I got written down and threw a brick against the vending machine and then all hell broke loose. It was <laughs> it is brilliant. It was amazing, amazing. Like the light, you've got that red light. There's a flare, yeah. isn't it? They've lit a flare, so you've got this red flare light. Yeah. And the noise of the clickers and the screams of the humans. Oh, this is f- absolutely... I played this on Christmas Eve, this bit. And it's so festive, this bit. <laughs> yeah. Not, not <laughs> you felt like Santa Claus, did you? <laughs> this this is, a, is the best encounter. It is It was amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And, yeah. This is a bit I was saying about Chris. I said I'd saved a video, and when you were talking about a lot of the gameplay feeling emergent, this is obviously, I, I think maybe it probably plays the same for most people, but the way it played at the time, it made me feel as though yeah. it was a very unique experience to me because yeah. you've got to do that little shuffle through the gap and then you pop out yeah. and I did it somewhat similar but I threw a Molotov cocktail towards them yeah. and mm. the fire obviously brought the infected out and then it kind of bit it was what what was more impressive to me more than anything else it was the length of time that the whole encounter went on for is I just stayed crouched there and it was yeah. probably about yeah, too, it was probably about four or five minutes that yeah. there was initially the kind of all this slaughter that was happening and then they were trying to fight and then you could hear them talking and shouting at each other and saying, no, no, we can't do this. And they basically were saying, retreat, retreat, retreat. And so they started to fall back. But then they bumped yeah. into some more infected and it all kind of like kicked off again. And it just kept going off. It was almost like it was just an, an entirely different game that was playing out while I just stood and watched it all. It was mm, absolutely yeah, yeah. fantastic, this bit. Oh, so, so well done. Yeah. 
So this happens a few times in the game. Do, do you ever start so stop to consider that Ellie can take on five infected at the same time? There's no problem. She's going to kill them all. But two infected can kill five wolves. <laughs> They always right. win. The infected always win these encounters. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. It does always inf- there's always infected left over. Yes, not, yeah. not humans, exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, you are you are spot on. I hadn't thought about that, but you are right. Mm. But it doesn't it doesn't take away from the pure spectacle. Oh, no. with the lighting and the sound mm. of this section. It's yeah, so memorable. And pitting yeah. them against each other is just fun. I mean, oh, massively. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just watching, yeah. watching it all unfold. Fantastic! Yeah. I was, I was lying down in, and you can crawl into one of the train carts. Mm. I just lay down, and they were actually running through the train cart in front of me, and I was really? just laying down <laughs> okay. at the back, and it was, it was so cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I did a similar thing. Yeah, that the trains are down at the end of the end of the room, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you end up in a crawl space, and then we see uh, a shambler. So we got oh a sh- we got a shambler throwing acid at some enemies yeah. below you as you're watching watching all this going on. Um, yeah. You then you you drop down. I threw a couple of molotovs molotovs and took them out, and then there's more of them a little further on, but it's pitch black and now at the, the, this stage, and I panicked big time. It's, it's horrific stuff, but they're not actually that difficult to. They're not. Out. They're not. Mm. It's just that. It's the noises and the, the, the yeah. yeah, and they look absolutely revolted. Yeah. yeah, did you did you check out their corpses when they were on the floor? Yeah, they've got this really weird ass. <laughs> I didn't check out that. Too much. Just... <laughs> it's really weird. They really weird looking. In what respect? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's like they've got this gaping yaw where their bottom should be. <laughs> Does it look like it would still be functional, or is it cease to function? Acid. It 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 looks like someone who's just eaten too many cakes after Christmas, but is rather unwell to go with it. <laughs> they really are disgusting. This is going to, to, this is, this is going to be my next photo mode challenge. It's going to be a shambler's arse. <laughs> yeah, shambler's I'll, I'll, arse yeah. I'll get you a good photo of a shambler's arse. <laughs> if you can avoid panicking, they actually aren't that difficult. I mean, two mm. or three shotgun blasts and on moderate anyway, and they drop. Yeah, but uh, you need to keep your distance because that they they do some serious damage if they if they land. It's that it's that yeah. horrible wet bubbling noise that, that their breathing it's makes. Really oh, horrible. it's very disturbing. Not nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just after this, we're basically making our way through the tunnels. You go through the site of this old train crash, um, and then just all hell breaks loose, and, and there's a horde sort of descends on you Ellie gets grabbed Dina takes care of the runner before seeing spotting that Ellie's mask is broken Dina then goes to remove her mask and share it with Ellie luckily Ellie manages to stop her um, Mm. and and again says look I'm I'm, I'm immune it doesn't these spores don't affect me Um, and then we get this 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 there's no sort of time, not given any time to dwell on it. You get this running section again, just panic inducing run for freedom. Um, and as you're being chased by this horde, the sound effects are just horrific and you're yeah. running. Um, you take shelter. Eventually you get out. I think you take turns like some Dina will get in trouble and Ellie will save her. Then Ellie will get in mm. trouble and Dina will save her. Eventually you sort of, you, this is all you, you, you get out. Tense. Yeah, it tense. Yeah. Very tense. So it. tense. When you do get out, you make your way, you find a, a, a 
a theatre. Dean is in a pretty bad way at this stage. You take shelter in this theatre across the road and we get some, some big plot points. So um, Dina turns out, thinks that she's pregnant. Um, she yeah. So we, we did see her throw up at some point did, uh, yeah. when when they were with some corpses that were quite. Uh, when they found Tommy's home. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So so yeah. it, it did make sense within the narrative there already. But as I think Morpin as well said on the on on the Discord f- uh, forum that whenever somebody in a movie throws up, they need to be pregnant. That's that's pregnant. how it is. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even occur to me though. I mean, it was this was a complete no, surprise. Didn't occur oh, yeah, to me totally in retrospect. No, no. Yeah. And uh, I, I liked her comment to Ellie when Ellie looked surprised. That don't worry, it's not yours. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, just these little these little touches in the writing is just so so. It's just so clever and it's yeah. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> but it's got my favourite line in the whole game, and Aaron Mopin also oh, picked up on this. Oh, well. dear. Yeah, honestly, I shuddered when she said it. Was this the, D- the hindrance? When she said, Dean, when Ellie says to her, Why didn't you tell me? She said, I didn't want to be a burden. That was it, yeah. And Ellie says to her, You're a burden now, honestly. Yeah. 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 I have my head in my hands, yeah. eyes covering my face. So Why did you say that? This yeah. was the part where the yeah, again the the narrative uh, fell flat for me because again now I would have liked to see an Ellie that would have reconsidered yeah. the whole vengeance uh, stuff and said okay maybe this maybe love and and uh, a child coming is more important <laughs> maybe I should just go back to Jackson now. She should, yeah, but, but I think I the mean, thing I- is she's she's going so far down this road, isn't she that? It's not yeah, in but, her makeup. But, but I'm just having a hard time f- having uh, the whole love relationship being credible when she has no time for it because of all this hatred and this vengeance that she needs yeah. to, to yeah, do I instead. So, so maybe maybe that whole love thing, that whole relationship with Dina, shouldn't be there at all then because she doesn't have the capacity for that right now. But I think I think that. I think the game does embrace that because I think, to be fair to Ellie's character here, and we're talking about a character, so let's not dwell on this, but she she's just been told some pretty shocking news about her. The, the girl who she loves is pregnant. And what does that say for Ellie and Dina's relationship? What How will that change things for them? Mm. So I can I do get the fact that Ellie would be shocked. I mean, she yeah, handles yeah, it in a, very, in a very Ellie-ish way. Mm. Um but also, I think Dina's also, I think by this point, is starting to be all... She's not quite scared of Ellie, but I think she's also a bit like, you've got so much hate and such a drive for vengeance that this, she doesn't say it, but the some of Dina's interactions with yep. Ellie at this point, and it becomes stronger a little bit later, where she's a bit like, actually, I'm starting to struggle with this just a little bit. Mm, yeah, You can see in her facial expressions mm. even, that's a bit like, wow, I mean, really? Really now you're going to go right now to kill this person? Mm. Whoa! I think, so I think the game is playing into it. Yeah, true. Yeah, and I think sometimes it's like you've seen it before. Like when Ellie, if she gets hurt, she kind of pushes back twice as hard. Mm. And if there's any sort of a chance of her being kind of emotionally exposed, that she just kind of really just tries to shoot it. So whether it's the case that she thinks because of that, that has implications for. Her and Dina, and obviously, clearly in this case, it's not like it's it's not like it was Dina saying to Jesse, "I'm pregnant." 
So, you know, you, clearly you'd expect a different reaction there. Whether right away Ellie's first thought is, well, you know, she's Jesse's problem or she'll go she'll go back to Jesse now. This changes things between her and I. And so, you know, as a consequence, yeah. it's um, mm-hmm. I think she's she's obviously very scared of. I, I think this this I, it kind of comes across to me as just a, 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 just an absolutely she's absolutely terrified of being hurt and yeah. losing people. I think that's a big thing for her. Um, yeah. She's lost a lot of people. Yeah, and so she thinks this pregnancy means that she she'll lose Dina. Yeah, I think that's right. That's the way I took yeah. it. Mm. I I think the big dissonance here, and um, again, Aaron Morpin picked up on this as well, is that just after this conversation, which is a hugely emotional moment, that that line, "You're a burden now," and it's so good. But then two minutes later, Ellie's skipping round the theatre. Oh, I must find out how to switch on the power. Yeah, you know, and it's, <laughs> yeah. That, that's where it does get a little dissonance. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But but again, you know what can they do about that? You know you, they don't know what the player's going to do. I mean, yeah. If it was a movie, it'd be done very differently. But it's not. Yeah. So yeah, we we find out someone's been living in the theatre. Uh, like you say, there's a generator up on the roof. We have got to get power back on. Um, you fi- when you get down re- after putting power back on, the radio's on, but you can't contact anyone. Uh, Ellie finds some keys to a locked a locked door downstairs. When you go through, you find this like stage in um, with, with with some seating, and Ellie finds a guitar, and she picks up this guitar and and starts to to play again. Now, I obviously missed out on the stuff in the music shop, so this was my first sort of sit down playing. The, the guitar yeah. Um, and yeah I, I, I choked up a little bit at this point yeah. did she um, play a song days, here what, what did she she's what did she play? days doesn't she yeah she starts she starts just sort of strumming a little bit and, and, and playing the, the guitar um, I don't recall what she played now but I just future days she sings future days was it future just the first few chords of future yeah. days yeah yeah and the first couple of lines yeah. and then yeah yeah um, and I've got a little note here uh, Abby's gonna pay <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> Jim's gone now. Jim's in the Andy camp. She's yeah. gonna get it. Um, Everyone. At this, at this point, we flash back to three years earlier. I know oh, this bit. Like we said earlier, that the impact of, of Joel dying it didn't really hit me until this point. The, the, the guitar section here, and then this point where we where we that we're going to play through now. Yeah, um, we flash back to Joel um, three years earlier, and he's teaching Ellie to play the guitar, and they're, and they're in the woods, and they're chatting away. There's a few like sort of swimming sections. Ellie can swim now. Obviously, she couldn't swim in the first game. I know they referenced that in a comment about finding a raft. Um, yeah. at, at one point, eventually you get to the Wyoming Museum. Um, it's just some lovely dialogue between Ellie and Joel here. There's sort of a playful feel to it. Yeah, just that that intenseness that we've had that that's so like, yeah, just that 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 like yeah, just it's such an intense game up until this point, and yeah. then suddenly we just get this sort of playful, childlike side to it. Um, it's lovely. Yeah, it was a nice contrast. Um, yeah, it is lovely. Yeah, it's a fun environment to explore, isn't it? As yeah, well, with all the various things and everything, and it yeah, it tells a lovely story be- between Ellie and Joel. And we've yeah. really nice. got Ellie constantly referring to Joel as a as a dinosaur as they're going through this museum. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I when think... you're... oh, go on, sorry. 
Yeah, no, I was going to say, I think it's, uh, I, I may potentially need counselling for this section. I think I just find this so effective. I thought it just yeah. kind of encapsulated everything. That, and we've all had different experiences of this game, but for me, it just encapsulated the relationship that I wanted to see between Joel and Ellie and the one that I thought yeah. probably existed. And the one that ultimately explains why I'm playing the game the way I'm playing it yeah. was because that's gone and it's never coming back. And, yeah. you know, clearly things have moved on since then anyway. But um, so from that flashback, that was prior to her knowing what happened, I assume. Yes. At the hospital. Yeah. So, th- yeah. and you talked about this as well, Mads. There's something about this. It's it's the innocence of, of that flashback that yeah. the combination of the knowing what we now know and that Joel's now gone. And it's one of these things that had you played it in chronological order, it would have had no effect on you whatsoever. It would have been nice to mm-hmm. run around a museum and interact with a few things. And you would have thought, this is great. But it's the fact that because you're playing it retrospectively, you, I, I just didn't want to finish that scene. I just mm-hmm. wanted to wander around and just like, you kind of, you picture what it would be like. And you think, you know, you just, if that was the case, you would just, it's almost like a dream where you basically get the chance. And you, you think like, for me, you think if there is such a thing as a heaven or whatever, that is something as yeah. to what it would be like, where you just get these special moments where there's nobody else to kind of to interfere or to ruin it or to um, to cut it short. Nothing of that. It's just spending it with the time with the people. And it's also, you can see also the, like the thought that, um, that Joel's put into it. And, oh, he and, loves it, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah and yeah, this is not just sort of, you know, this is not popping down to the petrol station the night before to try and find somebody a present. This is somebody who has, you know, has gone to a lot of effort. Um, and it kind of, it builds up in sort of, you know, it builds a kind of like a real crescendo because you initially come in and it's got the dinosaur section. And that, well, there's a dinosaur outside to start with. And I thought, this is amazing. And again, so did you guys oh, climb the dinosaur and jump into the no, water? No, so I didn't know, I didn't know this was, I a, didn't I didn't know this was a possibility. Oh, so I it's, love uh, that. Yeah, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna need to look into that. It's, no, um, none of you did yeah. that. No, no, no. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't even know no, it was I possible. So, so I was just I, I kind climbs, of. She climbs all the way. It's a brachiosaurus, so it's a huge one. She climbs up, up the tail, and all the way up to the head. And Joel, oh, Joel stands there and says, "No, don't jump down! Don't jump down!" And of course, she jumps, and uh, she just says, "Woohoo! That was great fun. Let's do that again." And he, and he says something along the lines of, "You're lucky you didn't break your bones there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're the, going um, through. She's putting a trilby hat on all the dinosaurs, isn't she? Yes. Um, yeah, through. and there's just that. You know, there's kind of a, there's a genuine relationship there, and I think that's yeah. the yeah. thing. Is yeah. that is the point where the um, and then obviously I, I thought it was going to finish when you you know once you sort of finished with the dinosaurs and you go upstairs but obviously it goes into this whole space section and mm-hmm. I'm a total yeah. a real space geek as well um, and so this was kind of and I know that Ellie is obviously as well but it was just that way where you just thought you know it how much better could her, in, in that world realistically how much better could a birthday get for her and I'm mm, not sure that it yeah. could and then obviously they then kind of wander around and then it's when he gets his tape recording of the in the capsule yeah yeah yeah, yeah that mm. that that was just sort of the, the culmination of it all and it was that way where I, I thought it was so well done where it started to obviously the camera started to close in on Ellie and it started to cut things out and you obviously saw her kind of living the moment as though it was actually happening to her yeah. and then obviously it finishes up and you look at Joel and he looks across to her and he says and like so how did I do or something like that yeah, did I and do it, good it, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. just that way where 
you know, we've all got kids and it's just that way where you can see that. It's just that where you just want to give, especially, you know, if it's like a birthday, you just want to give them the best day ever. And you just, yeah. you're, you're just looking for that moment where you see on their face, I've managed to do it. I've, I, I think I might actually have done it here where whether it's a particular present or a particular moment, there's something that you do at some point during that day where you just get that, you know, yeah. that, that, and it's a fleeting moment, but you just think, I've, you know, they'll, yeah, this they'll, they'll great. This and, and they'll really remember well. this. This is kind of, you know, it, all this work has paid off or whatever. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they just they, this whole sequence, I thought, was just, in terms of games, and, and more in terms of like a game and a story beat and kind of a, a flash, I can't think of anything that's had a bigger effect or been more effective in... No. Yeah, in any yeah. other game that I've played, I thought it was just fantastic. Yeah, I think this was yeah. my my favorite part of this game so far. I absolutely agree. That's yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I can say, if nothing else, this this moment alone in the game is very, very mm. special. I thought it was oh, fantastic. I, I came away and I thought, if anyone still thinks Joel was wrong to pull her off that operating table, then yep. then, then they're wrong. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. You're wrong, Chris. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Am I wrong? I don't know. But, uh, it was beautiful. It's be- it I think beautiful Abby idea. agreed with you, at least. Be- beautifully executed. You know, and Ellie knows at this point. Remember, I mean, Ellie knew right from the very start when she was taken out of the hospital what Joel had done. She just needed it confirmed. Yeah. Yes. But, but, cle- yeah. but, but clearly, over the years that between Joel's death and what happened at the end of Last of Us One. Yeah, clearly, you know, Ellie. Ellie loves Joel. You know, he was he was her dad. Yeah. Um, she looked at him like he was her dad, and he clearly loved her. And yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful moment. You know, we've we've all got children, and you, you know that we've all been there on children's birthdays or on Christmases, and we get that look in the kids' eyes. You know, when they go starry eyed. Yeah. And you think, wow. Yeah. You know that that's something that we've done, or you know I've done, and. Uh, you just imagine how Joel would feel in that moment, seeing a run round so excited. It is uh, so beautifully, beautifully executed by the team who made the game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of almost don't want to move on from it, do you? But outside the building, um, there's we a, must, we must, Jim, we must. <laughs> um, there's a, there's another building that Joel hasn't explored this one yet. Um, they go over to it, and Nelly wants to sort of investigate what's in there, and she goes off through this window. Um, she can't let Joel in because the doors have been blocked from the other side. There's not a lot in there, to be honest, but as you're sort of going through it, you can hear something like making a noise and the noise is sort of building and building as you go through and you're thinking, oh God, what, what are we going to run into here? And you see some stuffed wolves and I was like, oh, is this a clue? What what are we, yeah. we going to see here? And then this wild boar comes charging through. Oh, I almost left, yeah. I almost left my seat. <laughs> um, and, yeah. and then at this point, Joel comes in to find Ellie looking at some graffiti on the wall of the sort of two Fs, sort of back to back, the firefly symbol with um with liars scrawled underneath and then joel yeah. sort of ushers them and says right come on we, we, we gotta go yeah um and then we are into seattle day two day two so day two wakes up um we are back at in present present time if you like we're back at the theater Ellie wakes up. We can hear radio chat coming over the the radio. They go upstairs, and Dina's being sick. 
Um, she's fixed the radio though, and she's been listening to the wolves, the wolves chatting over the radio. And so it seems that they're based at site this this site too. Um, the guy who was with Abby, we find out, is is called Owen. He's gone yeah. AWOL. Um, and there's a sighting of a lone intruder again, presumably Tommy. We don't know, but we just presume it's, it's no. Tommy. Um, and yeah. he's being reported as being seen at this site 14, which Dina thinks is a place called Hillcrest. Oh. Which, which Rory alluded to. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're not gonna, hilltop, not hilltop like I like I wrote. Got yeah, can't help it with this, can you? You got Walking Dead on the brain. Yeah, it's a bit, yeah. <laughs> um, Dina's too sick to travel at the moment, so Ellie's gonna go it um, alone. And then the next scene is is Ellie um, at Hillcrest, and we can hear some gunfire off in, in the distance. We get into the base. Uh, oh. and this could just be like out of a Metal Gear Solid game couldn't it you've got patrols you've got guard it's dogs not as good as that no no it, well the the setting could be the way it's executed <laughs> no mm. but the setting could be um, do you know what this section's called got, the battle for Hillcrest is it really it's mm. ridiculous that isn't it yeah so I wonder how many humans do you kill in this section if you kill everybody 50? 50, 60. Yeah, yeah. The problem is, if you get spotted, more come from mm. out of the yeah. rafters yeah, yeah. of nowhere. And you do get spotted so because, because there's of the no dogs. way that you can't. I mean, mm. I presume I, I certainly couldn't see a way of getting no. through the game. So without I, I try to do this as stealthy as possible. And I, the, the most uh, positive thing I can say about this part is that it's often possible if you get spotted to run away, hide, and then, and and then start, again. start yeah. again with the stealth part. But the dogs make that a whole lot harder, of course. Mm. Uh, Just so throw a Molotov at them. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> that, that's that's so, my tactic. Yeah, the okay. dog and their handler throw a Molotov at them, and then yeah. just wait until they've finished burning and everybody else has gone away again, and then mm. work yeah. the way forward, and then throw another yeah. Molotov at the next dog and but, handler, buzz laying trap mines, and then. So the dogs for like, for anyone that might be listening to this mm. and, and hasn't played the game are going to basically smell your scent yeah. if you get too close or if yep. they patrol close to where you've been, they'll then get let go from the handler and come and find you. Alert and they'll the follow and your then, scent trail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Although no you shoot how the handler, the dog the dog sits down and just basically doesn't do anything. Really? Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah, I tried, didn't try. Yeah, that. just shoot oh, the handler instead, not... and the dog sort of just sits down and looks confused about what to do. <laughs> okay. I yeah. wonder if that's no. a difference between difficulty levels because I've took out handlers before, and the okay. dog just sort of runs around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and on the times that I've done it, it sort of sits yeah. down and sort of like walks on its handler and sniffs a little bit. But uh, I've always done it from a distance with the uh, scoped rifle. But I, I suspect play. I definitely think playing on the lower difficulty will have made this section way more enjoyable than what you guys had mm. yeah I, I yeah it, totally. it took me I, it took me a whole game it took me about an hour and a half I reckon I died on this bit 20 times yeah. oh yeah, wow so maybe, maybe even more mm. yeah but the worst the worst part I mean you get into different sections it's, it's split into sections maybe 10 15 sections yeah and there are between 5 and 15 humans in each section you need to to get yeah. through um, and, and you Try to be stealthy, and it, it's actually possible for a large part of this. So, so that's that's okay. But the 
the the thing that really 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 sucks in this apart from it being far too long there's so much combat and it's far too long but apart from it being far too long is you get used to using the stealth uh, option of pressing down what is it is it r1 or and and then then you can kind of see in an outline what which people are moving around people or or undead or zombies moving around and you can like yeah you say listen you listen into what's happening in the surroundings this doesn't work in this section it works when people are exposed then you can actually see if they were uh, looking around but i would so often be at a place where i would okay i'd like to jump out this window right now so i'm gonna just listen there's nobody there no worries i'm gonna jump out as soon as i land there'll be five persons and their dog there and that happens five six times and that's so annoying because you give me this yeah. great stealth mechanic of being able to listen to my surroundings being able to just check is somebody there before i rush into stuff and then you force me to rush into stuff yeah and you know they they can do it because the next encounter with the seraphites in the park yeah exactly oh, that was brilliant. perfect yeah, yeah that was yeah. a perfect perfect encounter i mean it, it because you could go guns blazing on that one if you wanted mm. to but you you can do it just by picking them off yeah, yeah. without being spotted whereas it feels like the game is saying to you in this you remember all this stuff that we've done for the last 15 hours well forget about that because this is the battle for Hillcrest, right? Mm. You need to go in there. You need to start shooting people up. Yep. Yeah. And if you if you're not practiced at shooting people up, you don't. Yeah. You never feel part of that battle, do you? No, no. No. You know, and and it's ridiculous. You know, there are as Matt said, fifty, sixty. I mean, and, and you've got Ellie. Yeah. And, and there is you can't stretch the plot far enough in any way to suggest that Ellie would be able to take down all of these people. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just, I mean, what is she Rambo? Yeah, you know, yeah, or Robocop? It's she. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You wonder why that On didn't some... come out in the playtesting. That you would have thought they would get feedback about exactly that, wouldn't you? Mm. Do you know? Do you know what this felt like? This felt to me like I'd gone back into part one. I, I it did. I was like, this is this could be Pittsburgh. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, mm. or oh, yeah, one Pittsburgh, of the horrific encounters yeah. from part one. It's like you've forgotten all the pacing that made the first 15, 16 hours of this game great. And you're now giving me this horrendous stretch, you know, and even the end of it, you know, in the car, which I won't, you know, Jim, Jim I'll let you do the plot bit, but the end of it in the car where where you've got the, oh, a man. It was just a yeah. slog. It, was an, an, it felt like yeah. an unnecessary slog. They could, have, they could have achieved just as much with a quarter or a half of the playtime to get through that section. Yeah. Yeah. And it diminished it diminished the impact of the plot twist as well because by the end of it I couldn't really care less. Yeah. I just wanted this section to finish. I think the only yeah. good point really was the checkpointing was was competent in that it didn't make you repeat large sections because I was basically just getting through it, get through a bit, die, get through a bit, die. And I wasn't but I wasn't having to constantly repeat big sections, which was a good thing. And then we had this sort of background story of uh, of this Boris character. That's now that is interesting. Boris Uli and Yolanda. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean that is quite good. I mean yeah. you get this little story. Mm. And and you end up getting the the bow, of course, which is another good good point to the section. Yeah. But like you say, then so eventually we, we do get through it. Um uh, hook or by crook. Um 
and event and so as, as someone grabs you from behind and we were led to believe that it was Tommy causing all this chaos that we've been following but it's our old mate Jesse um, Jesse yeah so what a rebel he's got a plan his plan is to steal a military vehicle and get you both the hell out of there you steal the wagon um, and then you have like this sort of getaway scene where you're being chased uh, by these wolves and then infected turn up again you how the game gives you you control Ellie you're shooting as as Jesse is driving the game gives you infinite ammo for this little it's sort ridiculous of section. isn't it I yeah. mean just hearing you say it the game yeah. gives you infinite all ammo. of a sudden you have infinite ammo yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it lets itself down doesn't it mm, yeah it does. I, do you know what? I felt Resident Evil 6 when I was playing this bit. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> Gears of War. Yeah. There we go. Come on. Um, Jesse gets you out of there, but he drives you into this big pond. The car sinks. He pulls you out. And the next scene is them both back at the theatre where, where Dean is sort of recovering. So Jesse's before we get there, before we get there, this, this, I, I find something important about the whole thing about Boris and finding the bow and, and that part. That's the only part of, of Hillcrest that was actually enjoyable where you were fighting not humans, but you were fighting uh, zombies. So that whole mini story about yeah. this guy who gets back at people for killing his wife, I think. Or his girlfriend, yeah. at least, by yeah, he locks closing them in. his daughter. It was yeah. his daughter, Mad Sophia. Oh yeah, yeah. So he locks them into. Uh, no, no. He gets them infected by locking them into a, a place with spores. That's it. And yeah. then instead of killing them, locks them infected, yeah. but but drugged into the garage, and and you need to, of course, at some point you'll you'll move. Um, what what's this? Uh, a trash can or something like that in front of the door. You move that, and out comes a lot of infected. You need to battle. Yeah, that was them. And yeah, yeah. The, I I fought those guys before I found all of the story about them, and, and that just made uh, it even even more interesting to me. Now, why why, are they, why, yeah. why is this this thing full of infected, and and what's happening here? And, and yeah. then I, I I found all of the story walking around. That was brilliant. Yeah. I loved that yeah. part. Yeah, it was yeah, fun. really yeah. good. I think Ellie says, doesn't she, when you let them on, she says, man, how long have these guys been in? Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. 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 And you know exactly how find, long we, later on <laughs> once you've read all of the notes. We, we find Boris, don't we, at yes. one point. And I, I just, in, in a panic, just pulled out my gun and I just proper just one-shotted him in the head. And I was like, come on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I think he's the one who gives you the bow. Well, he doesn't give you the bow, but he's been carrying the yeah. bow, hasn't he? Yes, yes. that's right, yeah. 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 Um, I felt like a, I felt like a real hero when I did that. <laughs> Stood off, yes. <laughs> um, but we're back at, at this yes, part. I was theater. I was certain that this uh, chapter was done, and uh, I had uh, finished mm. finished this part of the game. But uh, nope. as did Morpin, by the way, he wrote down. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I, so, I, so yeah. Um, Dina starts to tend to, to Jesse. He's injured, but it doesn't look anything too serious. And Ellie sort of looks on. Ellie's got the green eye. Yeah, first, very jealously uh, looks on, yeah. And I'm guessing we're sort of le- presuming that Jesse is the father of Dina's yep. baby. Yeah, yeah that's... I think yeah. Dina, Dina says that, doesn't she? Yeah, Ellie? I think, yeah. Um, yeah, because I think Ellie asks if she told him and she says it's not the time yeah, or something. yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, but then it's not the end of the chapter. We get another flashback section. 
So yeah. again, Ellie and Tommy are in the woods two years over and they're bonding over like a little sniping section where you're taking out runners with a sniper rifle. Quite quite a little enjoyable bit, I thought, yeah. this. Um, you get down to the bottom of the hill and you meet up with Joel, who's, who's got his guitar with him. Um, and asks Ellie if she's replaced the strings and they go off to this music store to, to find some replacement strings um, when you get Ellie doesn't want to go does she no. she's had some bad times with Joel and Tommy saying go on yeah, you know, go she's, having, out, yeah so. she's having none of it it's she, very awkward she, between them yeah she's not interested um, we get some uh, important here, uh, dialogue here when we get down to the music store where Joel tells Ellie to always wear a mask when spores are around yeah. um, and that it, she can't afford to run into to people when she's not wearing a mask. Um, and it also mentions this bit. There's two teens that left Jackson a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. We're going to come across those later on. There's some runners and clickers to deal with. Uh, before we leave the hotel, Ellie quizzes Joel on why they've never seen anyone else that's immune like like she yeah. is Joel's big sort of cover story if you like was that there was a load of immune people there she was just one of a group um, and yeah. that's why he, he got her out of out of there um, and Joel basically says that they, they could be hiding it and, and sort of changes the subject he's struggling he's running out the road with this stuff you feel it's starting to unravel isn't it the, the, it's catching yeah, up with him yeah, yeah. well she knows doesn't she and she's just waiting for the moment to yeah. catch him which, and he knows that yeah which she says sort of later on um, yeah yeah and then again, it's then going to cut back to present day, back at the theatre, and Ellie's stitching herself up. Dina comes in, and we get a nice little scene where she she helps out um, stitching Ellie up. And we there find was one out that huge change in this in this little look back that uh, wasn't there the last time, and which really annoyed yeah. me. You had to fight, you had to fight uh, zombies in this part as well, even some hard yeah. fights. Mm. And and I really really enjoyed the. Other lookbacks where it was nice and it was quiet. It was a bit of a respite from the uh, the day to day gameplay uh, and and just uh, some some big narrative uh, yeah. exposition yeah. there. And now it it just became part of the game. Yeah, yeah. So that, that you know, actually you, annoyed me. And you yeah, dropped yeah. a lot of the equipment that you'd got. Everybody's kind of developed their own tactics for playing, but you'd yeah. dropped a lot of the equipment that you'd got used to using in encounters, and suddenly you were pretty light on that mm, on sort of the yeah, offensive well, yes. side. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The pacing just faltered here a little bit, didn't it? On day two, you mm. know, they just the pacing just seemed yeah. to just lose its way a little. Yeah. yeah. And we end up taking out the two people that f- sort of fled from Jackson. There's, there's some nice little notes there in the uh, mm. where they, they where they they sort of say why they left. Um, and they died on the on the very first day that they left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. When we find out um, that we find out Dina is back in present day, this is we find out Dina's learned of a, a lead at the hospital called Nora. Um, yeah. Ellie doesn't want to wait for Jesse to rest and again just charges off on her own. Um, she's following route, this Route 5 to, through to the hospital. You've got to go through the building with stalkers. Again, you can't stealth them. Um, I was quite low on this ammo, I've, uh, on ammo at this point as well, I've got written down. You get yeah. out and then you have to go back in. You clear out the next room, try to leave through the door and then a horde turns up 
Ellie ends up falling through a window whilst fighting one and I held my breath at this part. She ends up getting carried along by the current into the sewers and we get out of the sewers via like this this manhole. Yeah. Um and Ellie says sort of where the hell did we end up? <laughs> it's a like, good question. Um, <laughs> it, it, there's a lot more to that, but I've kind of just sort of tried to condense it down uh, yeah. a little bit. The battle with the stalkers is fun, isn't it? I it mean, is. The stalkers are very different in yeah. this one yeah. than they are in, in the first one, thankfully, because that was the hardest battle I found in yeah. in the first one. But the stalkers are, they're quite quite cool, but I didn't really find them very challenging because I just did, you can't stealth the stalkers. No. So no. you just know, you've just got to set up a little trap for them yeah. and then just shotgun the hell out of them. Yeah, yeah again. So, and they, they, they go down reasonably quickly. Yeah. I, I like the kind of got uh, me. Refreshing got me new that, yeah. enemy type. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, yeah, mixes it up. This was the the puzzle that actually was actually I found actually really good, and I did feel pretty clever. You know the one where you've got the dumpster, you've got to roll the dumpster yes. down the hill. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 and get so the shutter set, up and get the yeah. dumpster. Mm. Yes, yeah. So you got to set the dumpster at the top of the hill, then you got to run as fast as you can to the chain, pull the the. And then when you get it through, she says, "Oh, that was clever." Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I punched the air when I did this one. It was the, the way it all worked. It, it, it was actually very satisfying. When it you, was satisfying. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's clever. Mechanically, it was done pretty well as well, wasn't it? Could yeah. be so easy to get to make that a very frustrating sort of mm. puzzle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Sorry, Jim, I derailed you there. No, no, that's, finish off with no, one that's one, all so. good. Um, we get into this area then known as the Seraphites. Um, yeah. And we have to cut through a park trying to get through to the to the hospital. It's we, a great encounter. Oh, we, it, you know what? It's just straight out of The Walking Dead, wasn't it? This You can hear the yeah, whistling and all my first thought was like Negan. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this, this next bit just made me jump and we get this arrow just... From from nowhere and it hits Ellie straight in the shoulder. Yeah, and then we're straight into this this bit where you're crawling through this undergrowth, um, and you've got these 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 this guard these patrols sort of moving above you in this undergrowth, and it's oh this like you said earlier this is this is when it gets it right the stealth when this is yes. this is when it gets this right yeah it's so good this bit yeah isn't it I mean it's you can get through I got through this bit without. I, I got spotted a couple of times, but I quickly hid again, and mm. I never, I never once fired a gun, and I, I took every single one of them out because I actually struggled to find the way through to the next section, so I had to take everyone out and then mm-hmm. really explore. But yeah, very, very good. Yeah, I didn't really. So I took a couple out, but I didn't get spotted until I made it through to the other end, and then yeah. that I found that bit a little bit, a little bit frustrating. Um, in com- yeah. in comparison, but yeah. So so combat wise, this was the my favorite part of the game so far. This uh, this yeah. whole section, it's uh, brilliant, and I, I I killed every single one of them using stealth. Yeah. Uh, I, I got spotted as well a couple of times, but ran away and hid and, and waited until they they didn't know where I was again. So mm-hmm. yeah. that was really really satisfying. Just that uh, crawling up behind people and using the bow and it's just really really good. And even in the hospital as well, that section as well was was again, I thought was really good. I, I got no, spotted there, so that I I, I think I, I took out a couple, and then I got spotted, and it turned into an all-out battle. So. Well, I ran. 
I ran and you know that bit when you kill everyone and then you get through one of the doors and she slams it shut urgently yeah. as if there's people on the other side but you're like Ellie you've just killed the 15 people that are there so you you can you don't need to stress yeah. <laughs> but but actually in the hospital I had one of those moments where I did I was spotted and I ran, I made a run for it okay. got through the door and she slammed it shut and barred it and I thought ah Finally, and I, I had the the opposite there because I had killed everybody behind me, and okay. she still shuts the door and bars it. She th- just I'm slams it shut. Hmm, why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah, you just killed everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you get to the other end, we're sort of making it making it towards the hospital. I think I've got written down that Ellie says they must be the scars. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. that's right. That that's what they call the uh, set of fights, isn't it? Yeah. The uh, yeah slang term that the wolves call them. She's seen that written down. Yeah. Um, we go through the first part and you see someone being tortured which is just gruesome uh, he's basically being hung and they, they rip his guts out mm. um, yeah pretty horrific stuff and yeah. this big sort of stealth section where you go in through uh, the car park yep yep um, you get so you, basically I, I managed to get through towards the end of the car park just before you go up the stairs and then it just went pear-shaped massively um again you can lose them um yeah i, I stealthed the entire way through that section yeah, did I you did oh well, well yeah. done yeah, yeah i did play. as well did you get spotted yeah, when you get above the car park mm, no nope. Nope. oh wow well, it's doable then oh, oh nice yeah Silence pistol and bow and arrow, yep. just deadly. Yeah. Uh, okay, because I had another one of these, like what you mentioned earlier with them looking under the units. I was hiding under um, some of the wagons, and they were yep. looking under the wagons. Yeah, that's exactly what happened <laughs> to me as well. I'd done it stealthily up until that point, and then I hid under the wagon, the one over to the right, as they were coming down the hill, and I could hear them talking. And then I suddenly realised that, that I could hear this guy getting closer. I turned around, and I hadn't actually. I hadn't been discovered underneath something before because things like Metal Gear Solid, they just never look for you underneath things. No. And so I just assumed you, it's just a gaming trope, isn't it? If you're under something, they don't find you. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, this guy came underneath and I absolutely crapped myself. I, I realised, <laughs> oh, wait, was it, they, they can't actually get you underneath there. And it just descended into absolute chaos from that point onwards. <laughs> but they're constantly talking about setting people free, aren't they? This, this, this cult. Yes. Um, when you get through this like car park, this garage, you go through a door, and as you go through the door, there's like this huge axe wielding guy comes through the through the other way. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you put a couple. I put a couple of shots in him. Took his hammer, um, and then Ellie's sort of carrying it round with her. Um, but Ellie was knifing and cutting people down like like no tomorrow yeah. at this point, isn't she? <laughs> yep. She's, yep. Yeah, she's completely just lost. She's she's gone down like this. To, down the rabbit hole. Yeah, the melee sector, the melee here is really powerful. I think you just leg it over, and if you've got, if you've upgraded the melee weapon, because there's an upgrade that allows you to increase the damage of the melee weapon. Yeah, I had the fully powered up melee weapon. I was just hammering people. Yeah, <laughs> I was a one. I was a one lady killing machine at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, we make it through to the hospital now. Uh, I found my fourth book to allow the next upgrade trio here. Yeah. Um, and then a bit further on, there's a short swimming section where Ellie finds a guard playing a PlayStation Vita. Yep. Everyone's... Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I, was like, I couldn't work out what game it was, though. 
I, I did try and look, but I couldn't <laughs> work out what, what the game was she was playing. But Ellie puts yeah. a knife to her and asks her where Nora is. And the girl tells her and then goes to attack Ellie. But Ellie puts the knife right into her throat. And again, it's just yeah. brutal. She says to herself afterwards, though, th- that that was dumb. Um, and no, it's the first she's, time. She's not saying that to herself. She's saying that to uh, the girl who attacked her. That was stupid. You shouldn't have done that. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah no, that makes, and, I, and thought, I thought that was quite jarring because this is Ellie who just killed fifty people or sixty, and yeah. she wouldn't care about yeah. number fifty-one. Yeah, this is where the dissonance does start to come in a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and she's just killed, yeah, God knows how many. Mm. Yeah, and now she's getting upset about one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we we end up crawling through some ducks a bit further on some air ducks, and we see Nora. Um, and we hear that Abby was here, but she was in a cell. Yeah, I heard that as well. Um, yep. So we're led to believe that uh, Abby was part of this group and she was one of them, but they've put her in a cell. So yeah. maybe, maybe she's gone rogue. Uh, we don't know. We don't know at this point. What's going on? Yeah. yeah. Um, but you go through the door and there's Nora. Um, and she she basically shows no remorse for Joel, which is probably the worst well, the worst I, thing you could do for two in front of Ellie. I kind of point. I initially got sucked in a wee bit. I, I thought she was going to go down there, and uh, I, she seemed initially for a second at least seemed quite remorseful, didn't she? And then because she says something like, do, "Do you hear his screams?" And Ellie yeah, was like, it. and she sort of drops her guard for a second and says something like, "Yeah," and, and then she says, "Yeah, I hear them too." And I thought she was about to say, you know. Yeah. There's nothing I regret more than what happened that day, but mm. then clearly what she says is just never mind lighting the touch paper. That is yeah. that's pressing the big red nuclear button. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm so glad she does though, because if she had have been all soft and coy, you know, it's like this girl's just she's just another Ellie. You know, they're all part of the same society, aren't they? They're all as hard as nails. Oh yeah, totally, yeah. She should be. She should be like, yeah, come on then. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. makes you tougher than me? Yeah. yeah. She basically turns around and says that Joel got what he deserved and then makes a beeline for it. And we get this little chase section. The first time I I did that stupid thing that you do in these games where you start looking around and then she ran off. And I, <laughs> I, <had to> be, <laughs> I want to get some supplies. Yeah. And then, then I had to re- there might be a, restart There might be a training card over there. I can't chase you just Yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. But obviously, yeah, no, the intent is that you've got to chase her. So you, this chase sequence, and eventually it comes to an end with Ellie pointing a gun at Nora's head with three guards, and they're pointing guns at Ellie. Um, and then there's a pit behind Ellie full of spores. So basically, as far as they're concerned, there's no way out for Ellie. Little do they know that she's immune, and Ellie throws Nora into the pit and, and follows down after her. Um, straight away you can hear Nora starts coughing and, and, and spluttering but she's Nora's still somehow managed to run the guards put the masks on follow you down into this into this pit um, I used a bottle here because I think you see Nora disappear through a door at the other yeah. end of the room mm. so I used the bottle to lure there was a clicker there and then t- the clicker to deal with the guards didn't even yeah. bother with them and just ran for the door um, yeah exactly yeah you catch up with Nora. So it sounds like we all did the same, but at the time I felt like, yeah, I'm being so clever here. I um, killed them all. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all dead. I, I did Andy. as well. I did as well. Yeah, no, 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 nobody has lived in my game up until this point. <laughs> Genuinely, literally everything that could be killed has been killed. I, I want to see if I can get through the whole game 
having killed everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nora does meet her, uh, her sticky end. You eventually catch up to her. And this is a horrible, just a horrible, uneasy scene. There's red lighting everywhere again. There's spores everywhere. And Nora sort of twigs and who Ellie is and says, oh, you're her, aren't you? And Ellie asks about the fireflies. And Nora says that, that there aren't any fireflies left anymore. Hmm. Um, so is this the bit where we find out then who Abby is? No, we still don't know for sure who Abby is. No. Okay. All right. Well, I, I think I've missed that. So you must tell me when we, because there's one, there's one little tiny bit left, isn't there? Yeah. But I love the way the game makes you do it. The game makes you hit her. Yeah. And it, there is there is definite dissonance here because. You know what? Why? Why is Ellie? Ellie ends up quite affected by by this, and we don't quite know how far she goes. Mm-hmm. But you know, we've just spent the last twenty hours knifing people in the neck, um, literally blowing people up to the point where their legs are gone, and then we wander over and zoom right in on the dismembered torso and have a good look at the tendrils coming out. And oh yeah, nice. Let's <laughs> go find the trading card. Uh, and now we're having to really interact with the violence. And it does feel uncomfortable. Yeah. It does. But why does this feel uncomfortable and literally blowing people's legs off doesn't? It's funny, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's because it's so in your face, it's, isn't it's it? It's visceral. Yeah, yeah, it's literally in your face. Yeah, and I think it's, yeah. you, it's it's a single button press for each strike as well, isn't it? And you can... Yeah, game makes you do it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it, you, can, you can pause for as long as you want in between it as well. <laughs> or you can just, you know... Which so almost makes kind it of, worse. Well, this is it, but this is the whole thing. You know, do you kind of, you know, do you pause in between each strike and kind of deliberate and make yourself and think, I'd rather not be doing this, or do you hammer the button to beat her to a pulp, or do you, or do you choose to draw it out because you want her to suffer? It's quite interesting what each person's take would be. Mm. Yeah, and the music in the oh, it's not even music at this, but it's just a noise. It's, the crescendo is like. You can imagine the blood just pumping in her ears, just yeah. the adrenaline. Yeah. Oh, like it's really intense. Yeah, and we see her, don't we? The next scene, she she gets back to the theatre and and she actually looks physically and mentally that it's taking a toll on her. Yeah. Yeah. She's covered in blood splat. Um. Yeah. But at least oh, yeah, the, my Ellie could just walk nice and quietly back to the to the hotel because everybody from from where she was and back to the hotel was dead. Was dead, yeah. Yep, she's got nothing to <laughs> worry about in this city, Mads. It's yeah. fine. It's, uh, she just followed the trail of corpses back yep, to the theatre. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's just an Andy's world. Yes. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, it's just her, Dina and Jesse there at the moment. It's fine. No worries yeah, at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's so, I mean, I know, I know it's not Ashley Johnson and it's the animators who deserve incredible credit for what they have managed to do. I mean, Aaron Morpin, again, one of his final comments that he posted today to say that he doesn't think he's ever seen anybody look as haunted as Ellie looks in that final mm. scene there. I mean, she's the terror on her face. And if you forget about there is a narrative distance to it, of course, it's like we just said. But if you forget about that and just look at the, the, the pure sheer horror and terror on her face, like what has she had to do? to get information on Abby, you know, it doesn't even bear thinking about. Yeah. And I've just watched Squid Games and that's violent. <laughs> and I, yep. I, I don't I don't even want to go there in terms of thinking about what she did. Yeah. 
when you think, what was it like? Th- how many years earlier was it? Three years earlier for the um, for the space for, for the museum scene. Was that three years prior to this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Innocence and, then, and then where she is now? Yeah, mm. yeah. She is gone. There's no coming back from that point where she is now. I don't know where this story's going to go and what's going to happen to Ellie. And I have no idea. Genuinely, no idea what happens. But there's no coming back. There's no more love for Dina. I don't think she can't. She's gone. Yeah, I think she's lost. Mentally, she is gone. I think she's going to die Dude. at the end at, at some point in this. I uh, okay. Well, let's get this. Let's get this last bit then, and we'll, we'll chuck a couple of predictions out for what we think is going to happen. Um, after we see Ellie come back into the theatre, we get this flashback to a couple of years earlier, and we're at the Saint Mary's Hospital, and this is where the uh, this is where the first game sort of came to a conclusion um, where Ellie was on this operating table and, and Joel rescued her. Um, there's a few files to read through as you go through this hospital, and they eventually comes. Ellie finds this tape recorder and, and plays it back, and there's a recording. Um, that says that even if they found and it was obviously this was recorded after Joel did what he did um, and they say that even if they found another person that was immune like referring to Ellie um, there's the only person that could have done anything about it and created a cure is is dead now so obviously is the person that, that Joel <laughs> Joel put to uh, put to bed getting <laughs> Ellie out of there Um I think in in my first in, in my playthrough of the first game, I I didn't even hesitate. <laughs> I remember you saying that, away. yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I, I've got a photo of me shooting him. In fact, so it's, <laughs> oh, uh, you dirty <laughs> lot, um, uh, <laughs> evil people. <laughs> yeah. Now then, it cuts to um, Ellie. She's outside, and and Joel arrives. So Ellie's left him a note. She's gone off on her own. Um, and she says to Joel that, that if he's honest and, and tells her exactly what yeah. happened, she'll give him one chance. Um, she'll yeah. she'll go back to Jackson with him. If he lies, then that's it again. So she knows he's been lying to her. Yeah. Um, and she says, if he lies, that's it. She, she's gone. He'll never see her ever again. And and then it all comes out. Um, yeah. Joel tells Ellie in this. I thought it was a, a touching scene. He, he, genu- he yeah. genuinely believed, didn't he? He was doing the right thing, um, and and you, fe- I felt, I felt his pain. Um, well, and- he did, he did it, he did it from a place of love, didn't yeah. he? He yeah. couldn't bear to watch her die. Yeah. He was, he was doing um, the right thing. I still maintain that. Yeah, I don't. And it's it's not what she wanted, though. No, it's not. I mean, he, you and and the the brilliant thing about this is you can hear her heart break. Yeah. yeah. And Ashley Johnson's performance is so convincing. You can hear it, like the way she cries, she wails, like it, her heart just breaks. Yeah, but she's alive, and that's all he ever wanted. Yep. Yeah. It, and 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 life is about Joel. He um, he tries to comfort, her, but Ellie tells him to stay away, and she and she keeps her promise. She says she'll go back to Jackson, but as for them two, they're they're finished. And that tells us why it was so awkward, you know, when we seen it right at the start, just before he dies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was awkward between them, wasn't it? Yeah. 
Mm. And it's it's so clever the way it all just tie. It was uh, whether by uh, I, I'm sure it was by design, Jim, but it was literally the perfect place to finish off. Oh yeah, totally, totally by design. Yeah, I yeah, thought as no. much. <laughs> the minute I finished, thought Jim knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a very long section, and this has been a very long podcast. But it's, oh yes, it's. Um, it was. I mean, it was a great place to finish, and I just now can't wait. Literally, can't wait to see what happens next. Like on the on the flip side, I think we're pretty much halfway through the game now. <laughs> yeah, a bit yeah, more than that, yeah, I think. That's it. yeah, yeah, more than halfway. Yeah, yeah. So there so we what's going to happen then? Well, first and foremost, so what is the deal with Abby here? Did is there you you, you were yeah, saying, Maz, you happy. thought you, you you were saying you thought this? We've had a, a nod as to who she is and what the story is. Mads, did you get a? Did you say earlier that you thought you had a? An no, idea, no, an no. Chris, Chris said he knew who Abby was. No, I said I didn't know. I thought you said <laughs> okay. you knew. No, no, I don't know who she is. No, no. you did, said you, you knew. Know? <laughs> no, I, I, we. I don't. Because because I, I think that's the game's big mystery now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought somebody said back at the start that they that there was a, a reveal or they'd picked up on something as to who she yes, was. Yes, so did but... I? No, no, no. That's not who what was... I meant. At least. Um, what was the? What was the name of the firefly who Joel killed in the car park of the hospital who originally told him to take Ellie to the fireflies? What was her name in part one? I forget. I wonder whether it's her daughter. I'm trying to think, was it it Mary or something? Was it Mary? It wasn't Mary. That was the name of the hospital. Isn't she too old to be her daughter? Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, what was her name? But it wouldn't surprise me if it was her sister or some kind of relation of her. Mm. Because that was a very brutal moment. He killed her. She was completely unarmed when he killed her. It wouldn't surprise me if she was something to do with her. Well, the only... And I think she herself referred to her as the the smuggler and the girl, didn't she? Yes. Yeah, and that's what she referred to her as. Yes. So he's obviously... So it... But well, yeah. So we were having this conversation a while back. And so but, but you would think that 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 suggests is she aware of what happened at the hospital? Do you think in that case? Because yeah, like, she, I, yeah, she must be. I don't know. Do you think yeah. so? Yeah. What, why else I, would she want well, to get revenge on Joe? I, I'm wondering if it's a, a, a separate incident that we know nothing about at this point. Because you you would just think that. If you know, would w- would you still be calling him the smuggler, or would you say, or would you refer to him as the guy who killed everybody at the hospital, or you know, would he be ca- you would you be calling him, you know, is is he known within the sort of the if there are any fireflies left, is he known? Mm-hmm. Is that his name, the smuggler, um, or is that rela- in relating yeah. to something further back in his path, or some other incident, or something else that went wrong at some well, point? He was, he was he the smuggler who was asked to to smuggle mm-hmm. Ellie smuggle over Ellie. there. So yeah, yeah, and he smuggled her away from the fireflies, yeah. didn't he? Mm-hmm. So there could be numerous. And then the second he said his name in front of the group, that was it. They knew, didn't they, straight yeah. away? So yeah. yeah, Marlene, it was in the Marlene. Marlene that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I bet you. I it, my hunch is it's some relation to Marlene. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Will Ellie die? I don't think so. I don't think either of them will die. I think she'll end up completely broken. I have got a horrible feeling. Well, I guess time scales wise, it's not going to pan out. I'm trying to think. I think Ellie will die. I'm seeing either that or Ellie or Dina dying and Ellie ending up with Dina's child. But. 
that is timescale wise. I don't see how that's. I don't see how we're going to cover. <laughs> so well, I, I'm I'm thinking Dina will die just so we can break down Ellie even further, and then she oh gets God. her she gets her <laughs> revenge, and it means nothing because she's still got nothing she's to live for. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and what? I'm, yeah, and then the whole theme is where do you get to? You've got your revenge now. What? Yeah, you yeah, know, and yeah. now now people are hunting you because people are getting revenge. I yeah. don't think it's, there's not there's not going to be a ha- there's not going to be a fairy tale ending. I can I see I'm Dina. Pretty now. sure of that. Yeah, I can see Dina yeah. being collateral damage. Yeah, yeah, I think she's 100%. got to go, and, and I think that and the fact that she's pregnant is going to add a huge amount of weight to it if she does go. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and I, you know, whether it's uh, Ellie, you know, whether it's something that Ellie could have done something about or not, who knows? But I think it's. I I think it may yet end up being one of like the most brutal moments of the game if that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be. Um, I don't know. It, so Jim, where are we playing up to next time? We are playing up to. Seattle day one, I believe it was. So the end of and and spoilers, because yeah, we've already had Seattle day one, but there is a second Seattle day mm, one, isn't there? There is. And we play up to the end. So next next time we'll be covering Seattle day three, a short chapter called the Park, and Seattle, Seattle day, day one. one. Yeah, mm. yeah. So a shorter section, a shorter podcast, perhaps, and maybe yeah. a yeah less than four hour podcast. It is now one in the morning here. <laughs> Uh, so uh, Mate, you need to go to bed. <laughs> Let's get this wrapped up. <laughs> I, um, Jim, bring us home. Well, well, yeah, I don't know what to say to be honest at this stage. Um, <laughs> I can't. I just can't wait to get back to it. I genuinely yeah. just didn't want to stop playing it. I'm. I am loving it. I'm loving the story. That will now have to wait until tomorrow though, because it's quarter one for Mad. It's quarter midnight. Yeah, I know. I've got the ed. I've got the edit as well. Am I? So that's gonna. That's, that's, <laughs> that's tomorrow. Sure. That's even the next fortnight. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, we, so this time, so do you think we'll get through it by this time tomorrow? Should we record tomorrow evening? Uh, Perhaps no. Maybe, maybe not. not. No. Maybe not. No. Um, Sunday. Sunday's fine. Monday. Mm. In in the meantime, you can find us over on the Discord channel. There's yep. uh, links on the website at playthroughpod.com uh, to our Discord, to the Facebook, to Twitter, to old episodes. Pretty much if you head over to that website, you'll find links to everything. We're on Twitter at playthrough, under, playthrough underscore pod, is it? Yeah, that's us. It is. Yeah. Yep. And on Facebook at playthroughpod. And listen to our back catalogue because we've got loads and loads of episodes now, including the three pilot episodes. So it's all over there on playthroughpod.com. And The Last of Us Part 1 as well, if you haven't yet yes. listened or played it. And if, you, and, it, and if you've got through the last four hours and you're thinking, what is this game all about? Well, we've just ruined the whole thing for you. <laughs> so uh, or at sorry. least the first half of it. Well, and The Last of Us Part 1. There's yeah. nothing to see here now. You might as well go and play something else. Mm. Yeah. So we need a we need a secret word for this episode because this is so long. We need to check if anybody actually listens to this point. So so Chris, yeah. select the secret word for us. Um, blamange. <laughs> Nobody can spell that. <laughs> exactly. Well, there you go. That's a challenge then. So if if you've got this far, hit us up on Twitter or Discord and just say blamange. <laughs> and, Wonderful. Uh, and we're going to play out, well, we can only play out with one song, can't we? It's going to be um, Ellie singing um, Aha's Take On Me. So until next time, we'll uh, we'll see you on the Discord and Twitter and everywhere else. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye.